That's why I sent you the Mariah Carey gif. That's legit why I... Schools of Honor podcast. I'm Josh Fullen. And I'm Jerry Backstrom. And we're going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. Today we are hoping mom doesn't walk in on us masturbating to the upcoming very first issue of Sega Visions today. <laughs> Specifically the spread we hope it has on Sega's 1989 release the revenge of Shinobi for the Sega Genesis. Emulation disclosure, I played on Fusion on my PC with the proprietary six-button arcade stick. Actually, I switched over to the three-button, uh, so let's, let's mm. get that piped in via USB adapter. I emulated this uh, on through Kega Fusion, I think, on my PC with the six-button standard controller connected via USB. Please rate and review the podcast and be part of the ISOH movement. Give us validation on your podcast platform of choice in the form of a rating or review, and we will read it here on the pod and feel good about ourselves. So one housekeeping thing before we get into this episode, uh, it turns out that we do not have to cut GamePro out of our lives just quite yet after all. Uh, doing some additional research on the topic after we recorded last time, uh, International Data Group, and has there ever been a more corporate blatantly nondescript corporation name in the history of them, by the way, International <laughs> Data Group. It's just like, how benign can we make this to confuse whomever it would be? <laughs> like, I don't know, <laughs> filing a lawsuit, perhaps? I don't know. But yeah, I just thought that was the worst company name I'd ever heard. But anyways, the, they did not take over publishing responsibilities of Sega Visions until 1992. So mm -hmm. we will wait until the end of 1991 in our mag timeline before making the switch to something else, at which time we will post that poll. Uh, you know, Matt Gould, uh, <laughs> like, hey, what the fuck? Did I miss it? <laughs> <laughs> Things happened. Yeah. New information has yeah, arrived. New, yeah, new information has come to life. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad everyone's eager to make that change, but uh, it's not going to happen until then because it doesn't make any sense. So apologies for the inconvenience of that kerfuffle, uh, anything you might have created in your life, and um, don't toss your ballots. The tectonic shift will happen eventually. So what are we jamming on now? What are you jamming on now, Jay? A little bit of Final Fantasy on the NES. I have heard my text message. Big surprise. <laughs> the group chat has alerted me of this. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just obviously I'll save the details for when we play it. But yeah, I, I got sucked into this and clearly just leveled and just kept fighting. And yeah, I had to pull myself away to play this Revenge of Shinobi game that we're here to talk about. But needless to say, I'm having a fantastic time. <laughs> Really, anyways. Yeah, mages, mages do damage. Spoiler alert. Mages do damage. They can. Once you get them, once you get them rocking and rolling, they can for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but other than that, man, I, I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls online again. Um, I got my I have a magical warden who I always set up like he's geared to look like he's an ice warden, but I never really had the gear to make him like full ice magic. And so I got some new PvP gear. And so I have him in the battlegrounds, which is like 4v4v4, four four four, like small scale uh, player versus player battles, like death matches. And so like I got this great like frostbite gear with another like frost magic set. 
And the whole point of that. A warden, a warden is what exactly? It's just an assistant. It does like earth magic and like healing and stuff. But like mine is basically all like frost magic. So it just, the whole purpose of that is just to freeze you and slows you down, like slow you down, keep you from doing anything and just do damage. So it's, it's been like wrecking people in battleground. So I'm having fun with that. And then otherwise just get my DPS up <laughs> with my, my main character. So I can actually compete in vet trials again. Um, which, because they're always redoing stuff, so you always so, gotta come. Sounds like, so exhausting. Let me, <laughs> updated. Let me make sure my DPS is updated where it needs to be. Yeah, it, it gets a little tiring, but then like the competitive part of me is like, yes, I need to do this because I want to be the best again. You know, like my classic clans. <laughs> like you, you have so much invested, you can't let it go. Exactly. <laughs> like, like I was always here at the top. Now I'm like down here a little bit. Like I gotta just, you know, I gotta get back up there a little bit. I can't let it drop. You know. Gotta have those options to play because they're always releasing new like DLC dungeons, which are always like longer and harder. And so like I have just enough skills there where I'm like, yeah, I can still just jump on a team and play those newer dungeons, those newer like trials that they come out with. So gotta keep it up, gotta keep going. You know, it's it's still fun, like it's still a blast. It, it, that's it's still it's a subscription fee, right? Um for the ESO plus, you don't have to have that, but like you you wanna have. Well, really well, what I'm asking is, how long have you been paying them a subscription fee? <laughs> how long have I lived in Seattle? Like maybe a two a year or two after that. So like five years maybe. It's nuts. It's nuts. But it's it's such <laughs> a beautiful game. Like all the other games I used to play that were like that. Like I tried to get back into on PC, and I'm just like I, I can't because ESO now is like visually graphically it's just beyond that and so i'm invested you know it's amazing it's amazing but yeah man that's pretty pretty much it that between that and work i've been kind of like dabbling into smaller games here and there but nothing nothing i can really talk about uh well i've been playing uh, a ton of oculus shit kind of overwhelming as you might imagine still playing walkabout mini golf demio just another run last night uh they did an update the other day where they added some shit there's they added like vortex lamps, you know, so like the vortex mage spell is now like a lamp on the board that you can shoot and it sucks oh, everything, yeah. to nice. the which is uh, an interesting uh, new strategy element. There's some new cards. There's a regroup card. So if everyone's spread out, which is great because I always play as the assassin, so I'm often like fucking off somewhere doing something. So uh, having a re regroup card where you can just bring the whole party together is, is a pretty cool feature. Nice. Uh, that will you a little more. Because you know that that is kind of one of the like, that's why one of the reasons I love the assassin so much is because you can yes go freelance and do your own your own thing on your own, uh, but generally speaking, it's the safest thing to do, especially for non-assassin characters, is to stay to stay together and right. combine skill sets and use that to 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 be the most uh, effective. But with the regroup thing, there's a little bit more incentive. You you can get separated or maybe even just split off two and two and come together if things get hairy you know without like oh 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 let's not do that <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna be able to get over there and get you back to life man i don't know i guess like, come out come out and come back in there were there were a handful of a little just you know minute changes uh I, I wish one of them was a new campaign that badly needs to happen but we shall see the last one did i mean it came out in like may so you think the new one's gotta be coming and like it's unless they feel like it's not being supported like why would that not be happening you know what i mean and i don't see any like actual news 
about like a drop date or anything, which is crazy to me. Like I just don't know. Like you know, like charges for it. Like the, 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 they will pay. We will pay for it. You know, uh, it just blows my mind that it's not like a. I don't know. I guess it's probably just a testament to the fact these are smaller teams for that system. It's just not. Yeah. Maybe they thought too would like suffice for a while. Now they're like, oh, people are like, want another one like now? Like ah, oh, all right. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I just don't see how. They had the, uh, you know, the game, I think the game came out in like March and they had the new, that's the rat king out in, in like May or June or something, just a couple, a few months later. So like they, you know, initially had, they must, that must have, that clearly has a long, that was, must have been always been the plan. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So how the fuck is a new one? I don't know. It's kind of amazing to me, but shall I go with it? You need to sweep some, you need me to fucking, you know, do some chores for you to give you some time, some, some free time. I'll come over to the place. Just tell me where it is. <laughs> Uh, I'll help out if you need me, man. Uh, so let's get another, get another fucking mission out. So yeah, that real VR fishing a little bit here and there. Uh, played a little bit more Carly and the Reaper actually last night with Amy. Uh, that's, a, that's such a kid. Like you know, played we played a few hours now and we're at thirteen percent. Like there, it's I think it's a long wow. ass game. Uh, and you know, it's each one is it's they're getting pretty sprawling. The you know, they're, it's like 3D, 360 degree, like space puzzles where you're, like I said, you're moving those blocks around and the little character in the world has to jump, you know, use what you, what the other person who's kind of orchestrating the environment, uh, use the new environmental variables to progress, you know, uh, and they're getting pretty fucking big and crazy now. So I don't know, I can't imagine where, I can't believe we're only at 13%. <laughs> Unless they're like, my only thing is maybe like some of that, maybe there's like unlockables or something. We're skipping. I'm pretty actually, uh, I, I mean, I, as, as I assume you would guess, I'm pretty thorough and fucking anal retentive about like, there's these little fairies that are put in kind of like compromising places that are, there's not even like a counter of how many you're collecting or anything. Like, I don't even know if they, I don't know. I don't even know if they have any purpose at all, but they're there and I want them. So, <laughs> so like, I can tell, yeah, Amy is not that way at all. I could tell every time, like a, a trying one, I'm like, no, we got to get that. She's like, oh, she, I, she wants to say, fuck that. <laughs> but she knows I'm just going to bitch. So she like begrudgingly does it, you know, and goes and gets it. So uh, that is great. That's like the opposite of me and Courtney. I'm always like, Let's go to the objective and fight things. She's like, let's get every little thing. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, I've acquiesced at this point. So I I, I understand Amy's point of view. <laughs> so yeah, to me, it's, it's just like, uh, my, my one concern is that there's a bunch of, there's stuff like that that is factored into that percentage. And essentially, things are getting lost in the fire and it won't be as long as it suggests. But if, it, if that's not it, and it, it really is, we've only done 30% of the game to this point, holy shit, is that game worth $20? Like, it's, that's great. <laughs> nice. Um, in any event, uh, I also, uh, as I mentioned to you uh, via text message, I got Shadowgate VR came out. The Minds of Mythrock is the name. Uh, and if you've ever listened to this pod before, uh, you've likely heard me gush about Shadowgate on the NES. I streamed a Kill Quest playthrough of it recently. I love the game and the story world. It was fucking great. Uh, I was like, the only time they've really, to my knowledge, tried to rekindle the series is Shadowgate 64 and the Nintendo 64. And that was, it was awful. It was a total dumpster fire. So essentially, this is a game that, you know, happened in like a big part of my childhood in the late 80s, early 90s. And there's just been nothing good out of that world since, you know. So when I saw this, I was like, I mean, dude, I was walking around doing something and like, I don't know, I saw a trailer. Or no, I was listening to that oh, an Oculus podcast, and they mentioned it in their like new release stuff coming up, and I was like, Shadowgate, like the Shadowgate that fucking like, what do you mean? How did I not hear about this? And like, I'm immediately like googling trailers and shit, and 
So yeah, so I was, you know, day one on downloading that baby. And it's pretty damn good, dude. It's so like they, they captured a lot of the tonality of the first game, which is you're dying a lot. Like so the yeah, like those all those Mac Venture games, Deja Vu and Shadow Gate both, like it's you know, in those cases it's ultra simplified. You just have like the little panel and you're just like literally clicking things and you're just, you know, it's just trial and error essentially. You're just trying to see what works and like most times if something doesn't work you die and that's just like what it's a you know like the, it's like a joke almost from that game like the the it cuts to a grim reaper in the panel you know and like starts up that music and like i'm sure there's memes and shit out there of like you know just how frequently making a joke of how frequently you would see that playing a game like that and it's like that in this game but they did it like the restart system is so quick and seamless that it's not annoying Whereas mm. in the first one, annoying. So you gotta like actually load and come back to wherever your save point was. Yada yada. yada. Like the save points are so frequent in this that you die, and it's just like it's it's almost I don't even know. You know, it's uh, it's almost like playing like one of those fucking uh, third person things where it's just like oh right back to the scene. You're just literally you know, like if you if you're holding up when you die, you're back in so fast you're probably running before you take your finger off the stick. Like that, like like wow. that level of Useless of of of, of um, respawning, and that's pretty cool. And and you have so it's you know of course a three D space, and you have a you have this raven bird that's like a like an actual raven that is kind of your sidekick escort. He's a like a magical uh, the dude like a who's familiar kinda, type of thing. Kind of yeah, he's like like the dude who kind of sends you on this mission. The magic the mage that sends you on this mission. It's kind of like an extension of him, you know, but like this real he's really sarcastic and he talks a lot of shit. <laughs> so it's like the commentary. And that's one of the things I loved about Shadowgate. The commentary and the writing is like it's very well done. It's very it's, it, you know, for by video game standards, it's witty. It's like, you know, really fucking I don't know. It's, it's not just boring video game copy. Like they do a pretty good job of keeping it interesting and trying to make it funny as much as you can within the confines of a video game world, you know. So they could, they really captured that as well, I think. And so, yes, yeah, so you're, you're taking over a sorcerer in a medieval fantasy setting. And it does some, and I honestly kind of fucking, it's the one thing about it I kind of hate. It does have some FPS, like, real-time shit you got to do with your wand, Ooh. shooting enemies and stuff. And I like and, that. You, you got me more interested now. <laughs> uh, it's not the best part of it at all, by any length. But it's not, it's not overwhelming, and it's usually, it's usually... Most times, the real threat, with the exception of those fucking flying things that you'll bump into a bunch, are it's like a shock thing. Like, because you know, there's a lot of like, it, you know, it's puzzles. So you're like, you're constantly like revealing a secret wall, opening a door, yada, yada, yada. So, like, you'll open these things or, you know, turn a corner and fucking something's going, it's fucking like this thing. And you gotta like, you're trying to like, because you know, like the, you keep, you have, which is interesting. I don't think I've ever seen this in a, in a, I guess I haven't played that much VR, but like, so you have these holsters. One has your wand in it, and one has this little ball that you can turn into a shield, you know? So, like, to you, like, you when you die, they get reholstered, and, you know, and that's almost kind of dumb because you, there's no reason, like, you don't need, I guess if you want to use post items or stuff, you probably need the other hand. But in any event, like, there's no real reason to ever put the wand away, but every time you die, you do have to take it back out. And, like, if you forget to do that after you, like, when, and like something happens or you need your wand, you gotta like look down, grab and like it's kind of like it's a little further back and we especially like I, I play mm. that game sitting down. So like 
it's not the most easy thing to grab it out of your holster, you know, and like you're almost surely going to get fucked with a little bit by whatever you're trying to shoot, you know. Uh, so that, that's a little bit frustrating, but you know, other than that, the controls I would say are, are pretty damn good. Yeah, and it's I don't know, it's 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 good. Like I'm definitely, you know, I'm pretty fucking far into it now. Probably I don't know six seven hours maybe, and uh, I am almost certain I'll be sticking it out for sure. Like I, there's other things. Like I stopped playing. I expect you to die. I want to get the new Resident the Resident Evil Four, but I'm like I can't get that till I finish Shadowgate. So like I know I'm I'm pretty invested. Mm. You know. Which is a, a pretty good sign. And I, I wanted to, so I, th- I told you a little bit about this, but a cool thing that happened when I first got, when I first downloaded it. So I got stuck on something dumb as fuck. Like, like a really, I don't know, it's not even worth explaining what the fuck it was. Just some dumbass little thing on a bridge. And, you know, especially early on, like, I'm not going to look stuff up. Like, I want to find this puzzle game. Like, you look shit up, you're ruining the point of the game. So, like, I was, you know, really adverse to, like, trying to look stuff up. But it was, like, I knew it was just some dumb mechanic thing. Like, the the problem was something mechanic that I just didn't understand how to interact with the world yet. So, like, I was, like, fuck it, I'm just going to look it up so I'm not stuck on this super stupid thing. It's not like I can't figure out this puzzle element. It's just something dumb. So, I started looking around, and, like, this game is not, it's not being ported from something. It's an Oculus original. So, it doesn't exist anywhere else. And Oculus is such a small platform that unlike an Xbox game that comes out, there's not already like a million fucking idiots that have played it and posted every aspect of it online in a video and FAQs and shit. Like none of that existed. So I'm looking around and the, this is the first night it came out. I'm looking around and there's literally nothing about it on the internet. And like, I don't know. I just I hadn't had that feeling in so long. Like when you, you <laughs> needed an answer to a video game and it did not exist. You know what I mean? It just did not exist. It was I don't know. It was like ah, it was crazy. Like I wanted I I I had like I had I was sitting there wish I was like oh shit I called the Nintendo console or something. <laughs> like, that was like yeah, kind of feeling I had like oh my god like this is what the Nintendo console this is what the feeling of wanting to call the Nintendo console was like and like worried your dad was gonna be pissed off about the phone bill. <laughs> Like, sorry, son, get good, figure it out. Right, exactly right, yeah. So it was just, I don't know, it was just a cool, I, you know, of course didn't expect to be able to get that feeling out of a fucking modern game. But, uh, I also found, did I, did I tell you about the, the roller coasters app? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's free to download, Epic Roller Coasters is called, so just fucking download it. There's literally zero downside to it, other than maybe vomiting. But and so it has in-app purchases, of course, but you can. There's plenty to. There's enough to enjoy and get the vibe out of it without having to give it any a dime. So, it, dude, it's. I can't believe how intense it is, dude. I cannot fucking believe how intense what? it is. Like, I, I'm, I miss. I'm, I'm in disbelief of that stuff. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, I was sitting. I'm sitting on my couch. I'm just like, I couldn't believe how physically. Like, you could feel, dude. Or I think I can feel. Clearly, I don't. <laughs> you don't. You sit on your couch with a thing on your head, and you're not going down a hill. But like, you can feel genuine centrifugal force going through turns and going out. I cannot fucking explain it. I don't know what to tell you, but you can feel it. It is a feeling, like a physical feeling, and I can't explain it. <laughs> like, you, you do when you first fire it up. You do. It takes you through like I think it was like a three step kind of. You know, uh, how physically capable of you? Like, this fact they have that shows that I'm not psychotic because, the, you, yeah, there's like this three-step thing that like is literally a gradual um, pushing on your senses 
as to how much, how intensely you can handle what this game can do to you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you go through each one, you go through one, and then there's like this little fucking thing in front of your car. He's like, how do you feel? Are you going to throw up? Want to do the next one or what? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, like, you know, you go through, I did all three, and I'm like, yeah, all right, let's go. So we fucking do the thing and are actually going to the very first one. And, you know, the, the four, I think there's four that are available to you as part of the free thing. The first one is a Jurassic Park Park type deal where a T-Rex chases you and shit. And so it's like, you know, it's like, I think that's a seven minute ride that they call casual. So it's not even like an intense one necessarily, but yeah, you go past dinosaurs, you like come around a turn, there's a fucking brontosaurus head flying in at you. And then at the end, there's a T-Rex chase and, and shit. Uh, it's pretty fucking cool. But so yeah, yeah, there's, so you can, as part of this, like you go through, you pick your car, your level, yada, yada. You can also pick who rides in the car with you. So like they have, I think actually you can do multiplayer too. So you and I's avatar could go on a ride together and it's cool because you have a selfie stick. So you can literally whip out a selfie stick at any time. And it's just like a two click thing. And you just like click, click. And like, it like whips it out. And, it, and like, yeah, I posted both videos. <laughs> the avatar you can create is that, you know, not, uh, uh somewhat capable of embodying an actual human being you know and like so yeah like that and then but if you don't have a multiplayer thing you can pick an npc to ride with you and they have like just crazy ass options for npcs like soldiers and all these different kind of zombies and a santa claus and a that's why I, I saw you with a zombie and i was like why is a zombie it's hilarious because you know you're they're there the whole time and like you know you have like that's the whole thing. Like you, you have 360 degrees look around, whatever. And like you're riding the ride, you can just look over at it, and he's just sitting there, and he's just like the zombies just sitting there, just going brains, brains. Like <laughs> 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 it's hilarious. And then like you like put like I guess scares maybe you would call them. Like there's something notable happening in the environment. He'll like point at it and go ah brains. <laughs> and then when you take the selfie stick out. All of them have like a pose for the selfie thing. Like the zombies, like fucking, you know, like it's just it's super stupid and silly, uh, but remark a remarkably fun addition to this type of thing, type of app, you know. Yeah, really, really, really cool. And honestly, like I said, for free, I cannot stress enough. It's great. Yeah, there's like it's so damn intense, dude, that it has like this like a target that it puts on the front of your car. So they tell you. The little assistant tells you at the end of the thing, when you do your little fucking trial thing to find out if you can handle it, tells you, like, if you if you feel like you're going to vomit, just stare at the target. So it's like, it's it's almost like a hood ornament, I would guess, is a, is a good way to think of it, uh, right on your on your car. And because, you know, the the nausea that the game can create is a lot, it has to do with, you know, the environment whipping by and, like, shit being disoriented and moving around constantly. So if you just focus on this target, it kind of, and almost like, doesn't block all that out but like how you know whatever the fucking science is behind the human mind where like whatever n creates nausea like focusing on that minimizes the impact of everything moving around it you know and you can just focus on that and kind of get your shit together you know um and yeah i mean i do i i don't really you know i don't get nauseous i don't i definitely don't have a problem with the like the vr doesn't fuck with me in that way really and i you know ride roller coasters and shit i'm first car let's go on every roller coaster so I was surprised that I needed to use that at times. And I definitely do. Mm. Like there'll be, there'll be times I'll be like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you know, there's no, I mean, I, I mean, you can take it off, but like, it's not like, I don't know. There's no pause button. It's like, you know, you do that and you're like, the thing is still going and you're sitting there. Like I get, you know, 
I get you. Know, it's almost like testing yourself to some degree too. Like I said, you could just rip it off, but like I don't know. You like you, you that will you'll get that feeling, and then like look at the thing, and like you're like trying really hard. Like okay, I'm not gonna puke fucking playing the Oculus video game. There's no way. <laughs> you know, and, then, like, and then like once you feel like you got your shit I know punk. Together, I know punk bitch. I know <laughs> punk bitch. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah I don't know. it's just a really fun and and cool thing that I I'm shocked is free. And there's you know that's so there's four courses. I don't know so if you want to pay for it. I'm sure it's some nominal ass amount of money. There's fucking just unlimited amount of, uh, I don't know, 14 or something different different things. And you can, there's three different modes you can play. You can do just the classic riding. There's a shooting one where there's targets and stuff you can shoot while you're on these. And then there's a racing one too. Uh, I'm guessing you're racing against a multiplayer or something. I don't know exactly how that would work, but you can somehow control your movement, you know. Uh, so lots of replayability if you want to give them a few bucks, probably. Nice. And then, yeah, of course, this, the selfies, like, pipe out, and you can save them and do whatever you want. So, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Really cool thing that I still want to. Okay, let's fucking talk about Revenge of Shinobi. stage one theme bringing us in here to our revenge of shinobi discussion yes and we will start with our overview as we always do the synopsis is you are musashi the master ninja your hands and feet are lethal <laughs> in your grasp every ninja is an instrument of death or every ninja weapon sorry is an instrument of death now an evil powerful enemy the neo zed has sent out its own ninjas soldiers spies and villains to take over the world as a warning to you, they assassinated your sensei and kidnapped the beautiful Naoko. You swear to annihilate the Neo Z. You stalk them around the world, destroying them wherever they exist. You never sleep, you never stop, and you don't give up. Until this vicious enemy <laughs> is destroyed, your world won't be safe. That is pretty fucking high octane. <laughs> right? I love it. I love the setup. Let's go. Let's get these Neo Z. There's a few paragraphs before that copy of the manual that set the table of what a ninja and the art of stealth shinobi is all about, too. So if you want to give that a read, really, really paint the story world before you get into this, by all means. And uh, what kind of what kind of game is this? Jeff? This is a hack and slash 2D side scrolling platformer. I mean, it's it's exactly what you expect at the time on arcades. Typical yep. of early Genesis hotness. Or yep, attempts yeah. at hotness. It, it is the quintessential arcade port, I would say. Yep. So it was released on December 2nd of 1989, and there is nothing interesting at all cooking that day. Uh, Blame It on the Rain by Millie Vanilli. It's on the top of the building. <laughs> top 100. And National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is the second best Christmas movie ever made, is number one in the box office. The cover art is, it's, you know, early Genesis, Black Thatch style. Love that shit. And there is a lit illustration of a ninja <laughs> in the customary ninja attire options. He's got a katana drawn, and uh, it's held in front of his face. Behind him, what I'm guessing would be the arch-villain of the game at the time. Uh, yeah, what the fuck is this thing? Vampire teeth, horns, crazy-ass white hair, mane. Like, what the fuck is that? Exactly? Right? Like, is this like a, a mask? Like, what is this thing behind it? It just looks like <laughs> evil in some ways. Like... It is. It is it, I would come to learn it is the final boss. Uh, but I still, uh, okay. I still don't, I still don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So Shinobi is written in a cool gold font in the Italian at the bottom, and there's some kind of Japanese symbol behind it, whatever that means. The back cover is your standard three screenshots, one of which is larger than the other two. And I love that they frame these with a the slight curvature of a CRT television screen. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's such a such a nice touch design-wise. There's also some semi-original copywriting here. That's not in the manual synopsis, and I dig that when they were to spend a little extra time on the copywriting. That's great. The manual, which will be in the show notes, is 24 pages, including covers. There's a full-color cover, and I believe the innards are black and white. Uh, I can only find grayscale scans of the thing, so I'm not positive. But yeah. I feel like that was the norm with these. There's you know, the all-black thatch carts uh, that I do have manuals for. I actually checked. I have Zoom, Evander Holyfield, Boxing, Echo the Dolphin. They're all like that. They have a color cover and then black, black and white uh, inside. Yep. Page four, there's a section headed Taizo, preparing the body, I guess is what that means. And some shit that it says here, watch the opening sequence for a preview of Masashi's astounding skill. That's how it describes <laughs> it. Gets you going. Yeah. yeah ninjas, let's go. Yeah. It, the opening sequence is admittedly lit, so it, it's it, worth referencing, I suppose. I'm sure they were very proud. Page five covers your various ninja options. There are four difficulty levels, easy, normal, hard, and hardest. It states the enemy counts scale up with difficulty, and then lists diminishing extra live counts for each. So 10, 3, 1, and 1 again, respectively, for the increasing difficulties. I played on normal. How did you play it, Jay? <laughs> I played on easy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I actually played on normal at first, and then I started over, and I was like, I, I just want extra lives, so I'm going to play it on easy. No shame. No shame. There is a shuriken setting, which is as ninja an option as there could possibly be. I, I thought that was pretty cool. You can set the number you start the game, uh, or maybe level, I don't know, with uh, in multiples of 10, so 0 to 90. So that's interesting. And the life bar particulars are covered on page 7. When you hit 100,000 points, your life bar gains two small bars, and seemingly this is just a one-time thing. I don't think it happens hmm. secret times you get two extra lives for finishing the scene and then at 50k points you get an extra life and then it'll happen again every 100k thereafter so a little tough to follow there live i mean i'm safe scum anyways so i didn't really pay attention to lives but it, lives are never really an issue um but yeah. if you didn't have safe scumming holy shit would they be <laughs> yes they would be so yeah you were worried about your lives were you not safe scumming uh when I died, I, whenever I died, I immediately would like save, like save state and go back. So, yeah. Just because I was annoyed. Like, there were clearly parts where it was like you would huh. just keep dying over and over. And I'm like, what the? Like, yeah, we'll get into it. yeah there's, you know, there's a ton of, you can't see what's down there, guys. It's, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit death in this game. The ninjutsu skills or arts, whatever you want to call them, are covered on pages 10 and 11. There are four varietals of these secret arts. There is Aikazuchi, the Art of Thunder, which is basically a force field around your sprite that makes you invulnerable for a set number of enemy hits, not time duration. And there's Kairu, the Art of the Fire Dragon, which envelopes you in a column of fire, then splits and travels outward, scorching anything it touches. I found this to be completely useless. I don't think I ever really used it, maybe twice in the whole game. And both those were like exploratory, and I was like, nope, save scum, or save load. And <laughs> That wasn't helpful. <laughs> that was a total waste of my thing. Uh, then we have Fusion, the art of floating, and this increases your jump height and distance. This stays with you for the duration of the scene, even if you assume another ninjutsu. So 
so that's interesting. And the there's Mijin, the art of pulverizing. And this is a kamikaze attack that costs you your life by way of self-explosion that kills everything in the blast radius. And notes that you should use it when your life is low, which is smart if you're going to lose your life. And it has a fantastic name also. Pulverize is a great word, I thought. Uh, this is fucking useless. Did you use this? I used it once on accident, and it actually was pretty great. I was like, oh, they are done. Like, wow. The, like, I, I did it on accident. And, the handful yeah, of times right, whatever. The handful of times that I thought to do it, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to think to do this right when you're about to die. And... It did, like, you know, he does the thing and, like, nothing would die. Like, you know, you have to, you have to, you know, you have to make the decision. You can't, like, it's not like you get hit by something and then choose to do it. You have to, like, I'm about to die. I'm going to go ahead and do this now. Get it set and then get to wherever you think is best to be to do it. And, like, I get pretty close and I never killed anything with it. And Mm -hmm. the only benefit I saw with it is that I think anyways... No, I think I'm almost certain. <laughs> uh, it does you where if you die normally, you go back to the beginning of the stage. If you use that, you continue from right there. You know, you don't have your you don't have your art anymore. You can't right. use an art the rest of the way, but it is essentially kind of like a mini in stage continue, I guess. So that would seem more valuable to me than the actual explosion part of it. But yeah, yeah, I I definitely used it accidentally one time and like nuked this certain bad guy which we'll get into later and okay. yeah they were gone i was like okay all right well i guess that's, that's encouraging to hear because yeah i, I had mean, an extra I, life so I, I just kept going <laughs> i mean obviously i mean you have to use the jumping one at times uh, so i certainly use that but i mean other really than that, yeah. i never used that that's i used the jumping one one yeah. time yeah there's there's, and a, there's, it there's didn't, a, and it didn't help me so then i just never used it again there, there were multiple times. I mean, I mentioned it. We'll get into the notes. I'd be curious to hear how you fucking did that. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, definitely did that, man. I, I, The only one I ever used was the thunder and the fire. I used the fire twice. And then afterwards, I was like, does this, like, it, it seemed to be, and I think that's not how it works, but it seemed to almost be a hit system or like a certain amount of hits you needed to do. So why would I use this fire to do much more damage? Like, this is unnecessary. Right. So I stopped using that later, but yeah, m- mostly the thunder. Yeah, same, yeah, thunder was without a doubt the one I used the most. So pages twelve to fourteen are a breakdown of what are called battlefields, each comprised of three scenes. These are essentially the stage structure of the game. We have the Ibakari Province, Japan. Uh, the scenes therein are the Bamboo Garden, House of Confusion, and Escape. And it's fun to me that they take the care to name them all, and like they have fun little blurbs of copy accompanying the names here. <laughs> Uh, so then we have Tokyo, which is the Waterfall Backstreet and Bistro. Military base is District 3. That is an airport compound, cargo jet, computer vault. District 4 is Detroit, which is an interesting locale choice for the first stop in the States, I thought. <laughs> but I guess it's, it's kind of, I don't know. All, all, everything about the Detroit, so all I can think about is RoboCop. I don't know. I don't know if I'm just like RoboCop fixated or what. <laughs> but like anytime I think about late 80s Detroit, all I can think about is RoboCop. <laughs> and they have like very... The junkyard, the motor mill, the side yard of the scenes there. So it's just like very automotive focused, you know? Yeah. And District 5 is area code 818, which is, I cannot fucking believe that they're using that as the way of saying LA. I just couldn't believe. That is that, that where it is? I'm like, I know it's in California, but like, where is yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like the chief 
LA area code. And I don't know, man. This is a long time before people did that. <laughs> well, no, Biggie was like 818, 203, 313. Yeah, so maybe... but that's... Biggie's like 92, 93. Like, this, this is, is this is 80, earlier. Yeah. This is 89, man. This came out in 80-fucking-9, dude. Which means they were developing it in '88, and it, you know, like it does. It's crazy. Yeah, like I, I cannot stress how crazy I think it is that they are using that as like a casual way to reference. Maybe LA. they were trying to. Maybe there had to. There had to be a reason then that they didn't want to say LA specifically. You think? But wanted to refer to Why, it. They, they so call it what they, like, they don't give a shit about Detroit, but they clearly they, not. But, maybe they're, <laughs> but they're worried about LA. LA. You know, I don't know. And maybe their bosses were from LA and they were like, oh, giving the middle finger to LA. But they didn't want to say it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I cannot explain that. And I think it's just, I cannot stress how significant I think it is or how, I don't know, ahead of its time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about what to say, what to point out about it. But it's something's weird there. Something's notable. (laughs) Uh, So the scenes there are the laser scraper, the freeway, and the high speed chase. Six is Chinatown. Scenes there are the Kung Fu Gang, the train, Spider Man, and. There's no definitive identifying info in here, but the train level leads me to believe that we're talking NYC's Chinatown. It's kind of what I was right. Thinking. I was yeah. like, "Which Chinatown are we talking about?" Like, right. Chinatown's multiple places, but clearly it's got to be NYC now. Yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, the next level is uh, straight up New York, which I don't know. It, I'm not sure if that undercuts that idea or enhances. <laughs> I'm not sure, but. The scenes there are the breakwater, the machine room, the cargo hold, and the last district is Neozede Marine Stronghold, which has the searchlight, the cellar maze, the inner sanctum. Then there is a brief blurb on continues at the bottom of page 15 that says you get three before game over. Then they offer some survival tips. I always love reading these. Practice, practice, practice. Work on your jump, attack, and somersault skills. Perfect your timing. Somersault skills, definitely. That's super fucking hard to figure out the timing on. And, or really get it down, I should say. And then carry as many weapons as you can so you're never caught short. Learn the weak spots of your assailants, especially the power villains in scene three of every district. And then decide on your best attack position. Close in or from a distance, then do it. (laughs) (laughs) Enemy score point values for a couple pages, a half page of the Sega style score. Like, it's just a very Sega specific thing or Genesis specific thing. Maybe even, I'm not sure that. SMS ones have it either, but like it's just like a very different. It's like a grid that they do. They expect you to write your scores down in instead of just the, the notes lines that NES manuals got. So notable history. Honestly, the only notable history I found was all the fun copyright stuff. Should we should we get into that? You want, yeah. you want to talk about that? <laughs> I was actually. And I don't even remember what there was when I found that article, but I remember before, you know, before, just when I think right after we decided we were playing it, I was looking at shit for it, and like there, all the things that were supposed to be in it ended up not being in it. Some of them are clear, clearly still ripoffs of the things that they just rescan. So yeah, I'd be curious to hear what like actual. So it, it's funny because there's not a lot out there in terms of like actual. This is what happened. It's just like copyright issues. Like I, there's a theory. That like the guy who created this was kind of like, here I'm I'm putting Spider Man down, I'm putting Batman in here, I'm putting Godzilla, I'm putting yeah, these Batman, guys. That was the one I was bummed out was not really in it. I'm curious, what right? Was, well, that, that, well, that's the thing. But apparently, like the theory or one story is that the guy who was designing this was like put those characters in 
but he wanted his team to like he expected them to change them and modify and do the stuff and they never did they just like put the shit in there as is and then like stuff would start to happen and then it'd be like oh we got to revise this this can't be actual jackie chan this can't be spider-man but then clearly they had they had a spider-man license so then they just made that look more like spider-man and just modified the other things and in doing so, so, it so, did, so did it come out in japan with those things is that the thing like, that's the whole thing yeah right? yeah right yeah okay. yeah and then it subsequently it had to change to like make like mm-hmm. batman is gone replaced with the weird devil thing which when i was playing it Made no sense because I'm like, what are you doing now? Is that what it was? The what the Dracula, the Dracula thing with the bats and shit. Yeah, yeah. I you called it Dracula. I thought it was just like a demon thing. Like I had no idea. Like the bat. To me, it was the bat. The bats was like that must be a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was that? I was just like, what? I a devil, a demon? Like. Yeah. Usually, I mean, yeah. It's you know. Either it's, way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's definitely not your like Universal uh, Studios. Dracula, like stock Dracula, it's definitely like a more Bram Stokery type well, demon, demonized deal. Yeah. More importantly, why are you paired up here with Spider Man? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have only like, explain yeah. nothing yeah. to me. I don't understand. <laughs> why? Are yeah. Pair, why are they pairing up bosses like that at that point in the game? Period. Is its own conversation. When that second thing came out, I was like, "What the?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, pretty much that's it. I mean, they would just subsequently change stuff like in each release in the in the U.S. and Europe. And now we have like the version that you and I have where it's basically they stripped everything else out. Yeah. The story yeah, makes yeah, no like sense the, now. Like the, yeah, the but. Godzilla one. Well, I mean, yeah, the story wouldn't make any sense with those characters either. Like maybe even, you know. Less also less. true. Yeah. But th- think about this. There's always a point where superheroes fight each other at first and they're like they're fighting and it's like sure but that's the thing like I'm trying to kill bad guy number one he's like i'm trying to kill bad guy number one too <laughs> should be yeah. best friend to stop fighting like i could see that but like you don't have right. multiple you don't have batman and spider-man they don't even exist in the same universe right well what that's got, that, that's how, that's my big thing is like <laughs> to say that suggests that this that musashi and this story that's happening to him is happening in the world where those things exist. Like, and that's the weirdest part about it to me is that everything else, like the game already has its own universe. Like it's not like those things need to be there. You know what I mean? They had, there's already this thing. They have the story of the Neo Zed, the, you know, fucking Musashi, the sensation. Yeah, exactly. His girl, his girl got taken. Like that's, you know, that's like, those are all things that, can exist on their own and can give you enough things monster wise, whatever uh, ninja themed fucking adversaries where you don't need to do it. It's just so weird. It's so fucking weird. You know, it's so weird. And you know, I mean, it, it's also kind of, it's kind of, again, I don't know how you explain those actual existing superheroes that exist in, this, in their own existing universe, but you know, the idea that like the Neo Z is kind of like, that's, you know, Neo, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, like cyberpunky almost, and that they're like, you know, like yes, they have these old world roots, you know what I mean? These ninja old world, uh, um, like that's where it comes from. But in modern days, they but they've they've kind of absorbed other tools and villains and whatever, you know, to make this modern arch, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's kind of cool and interesting, 
but those actual characters from existing IPs is crazy. It's just such a batshit. But but that's what doesn't make any sense. Like you, like you said, like I you got you got me you got me with the copy. You got me with the setup. Like I'm into it. Let's go kill these Neo Zs. Like they gotta die. But why are characters that don't themselves exist in the same universe right. here? Like, why is the Terminator here? Like that, I was like, wait, what? Like, I, you know, I'm fighting these things. And then even later in the remastered version, which came out on Xbox Live and like PSN Network, like apparently they lost the Spider-Man. Like, uh, yeah, right? so now they, they swapped that out to just like some weird palette swap that still acts like Spider-Man. It's like, you had no vision. Like, this well, was just a cluster from the beginning. Right. Like, well, I mean, the licensing stuff, of course, is going to lapse, and they're not, I mean, yeah, modern-day U.S. release is not going to have, they're not going to go back and get the Spider-Man license for that, and they're not going to, I'm surprised, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised, honestly, I'm just surprised they put it out at all. I'm surprised they took the time to do the palette <laughs> swap on, on the Spider-Man, to be totally honest with you. I'm shocked to hear that that exists in the remastered version, but... Yeah, I mean, even, even, you know, like Godzilla, the thing, like, you know, they, it just took us, like, you know, it, it's fu- it was funny to me, the play on words that, like, you know, that's called a reskinning, and they, what they actually did was just take a skin off. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's almost meta in some way, you know, I don't know, if like, yeah, it's just. It's such We're going to flip it, bro. We're going to flip it yeah, yeah. and just take the skin off, dude. It's going to be tight, check. There's the thing, though, like, they, I don't think. Was, I don't think it was called reskinning then. Like that's like I feel like it's a like that's a that's a modern term that gets used for video games. Like that didn't exist then. So like, I don't think it was a play on words. It was just like their solution. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah, it's just such a wacky and it's so I don't know, man. It's just so. Sega is a crazy company. They do a lot of crazy shit. And like honestly, maybe that should be the answer that we just nothing should surprise us because Sega's so much crazy shit uh, in this era in particular. But just historically, I think they're just a crazy company and. Like, you know, they're just so different than Nintendo and like they're just they care so much less about so many things, you know, so seemingly so. I don't know what the fuck do I know, but, <laughs> you know, the it's just, yeah, that probably is the answer. I wanted to do an economic, like I, like I was absolutely certain I'd come up with an economic analysis for this, but I was, it took me so long to finish the game that I never got around to doing one, unfortunately. So let's just get to the actual playthrough. sequence and the it's got a track name so what does that mean jay means hotness yeah, yeah. Hot. i mean <laughs> the soundtrack is fucking heat and that is back. so getting into the one playthrough or one player playthrough of revenge of shinobi the revenge of shinobi on the sega genesis we start with the title screen and we get our staple sega logo at the time of power up some legalese tipping us off spider-man is in the game and they're allowed to be doing that but without consequence, anyhow. And then the opening sequence, we were told the manual would demonstrate Musashi's astounding skill starts. There's like some dope ninja silhouette action. He jumps off the screen. Shuriken start flying back and forth real big in the foreground. Poor Musashi lands in ECU with his katana drawn, and with which he starts deflecting those oncoming shurikens. And, I mean, it, you know, it's just, it's pinnacle genesis cinematic stuff like it, it looks and sounds fantastic in like that any way and it just you know they're just 
especially you think how early it is, you know, they must have been so excited to like, can you, can you just imagine like at the lab, like, can you believe this is on a home entertainment system? It's ninjas, dude. It's ninjas. Let's go. Like, so then we have five screens worth of text, then stream streaming by, setting up the story with more original copywriting that does an even better job of world building than the manual description, if you take the time to comprehend it, anyhow. And then the demo action gets going, complete with music and sound effects. So they did not spare any expense on the pregame shit with this. And hitting start brings up a menu offering to start or tweak options. The cursor on that is properly themed as a little ninja throwing dagger, which is hot. And you can select start from there, and you're shown a fairly linear district progress map, so you know what the hell's going on. And I love that, of course, maps uh, to give context. And then you drop into the action. So you drop into stage one, and let's talk controls, HUD shit. You have uh, controls over how buttons are mapped via the options menu, which is a pretty cool feature that not every game has. So you can actually change these up if you want. But the default is A uses your ninjutsu power, B is your attack button, C is your jump. And the manual says hitting C again at the top of your jump incites a somersault. And uh, immediately I learned how un like unpredictable and how unreliable that was. <laughs> like it's lit. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be at the absolute apex of it. Like the, the tippy tip top yeah. of the jump. Like yeah. it, there can be no wavering. <laughs> yeah, and I mean I you know, if it if it's all you know, it's definitely not a whole second. It's you know, I don't know without trying to be too fucking hyperbolic 12 frames, you know, well, the, the shit runs at 60 frames a second. So maybe 30 frames, you know, but like the, the frame window is super fucking small, man. It is just, and it's, you know, you miss it. Know. You just missed it. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, you know, some of those fucking, you know, the levels with the two planes on them, just like the freeway one where you got to use somersault to like, you know, that's mm -hmm. important as fuck to be able to reliably switch between those two two planes like oh my god man that's fucking rough really really <sighs> I, I, yeah. I don't know how many continues you get in this game but if i wasn't like playing emulation wise where i could just save i i would i'd use them all i would have had to use them all and start over multiple times like just from jumping right. just from trying to jump because the controls don't react the way as responsively as you think that they should yeah and i think i would say generally speaking that like even you know like the italic like, and maybe i don't know maybe this is just me maybe you'll tell me that you didn't have this, this same frustration but like i fucking hate how your ranged attack and your melee attack are the same thing because you don't and, and you know and that'd be one thing if you had unlimited ranged weaponry but you have a finite number of those fucking things yes so not quite where you want to be or where you need to be. I mean, you want to be there. You think you're there. That's why you're hitting the button. But like, if you're not quite where you need to be in tight wise on an enemy, you're going to waste a shuriken on them. And, you know, I don't know. It, it's super frustrating to me in, in, in general. And like, because of that, like, you know, you're often not only burning the, like, you're, you know, you're, because you like, if you go into do a melee attack, you're going to, multiple times you get the button multiple times you're trying to fucking this is a fast-paced yeah. game at least yeah. the things around you are moving fast i don't know if musashi is but <laughs> but everything around is moving pretty fast so you want to fucking be you know you're attacking quickly and like yeah you could you burn and waste so many shurikens because of that duality that is really frustrating man really fucking frustrating aspect of this game oh yeah there, there was bosses that i was on 
where I was purposely trying to get as close as possible to not use shurikens. And I'm not close enough. And then they could hit me. And I'm just like, what is the, the right distance then? Like, come on. Like, there's got to be, you got to give me something, man. That's Yeah. Really fucking hard. Yeah. You know, every, every enemy, some of the enemies have such, you know, they're such, they're such to, to their credit, Musashi too, everything is so big. You know, it's like early Genesis. So all the sprites are real big and shit. So like, you know, the actual, the, the hit boxes or how close you got to be to one. It's not reliable from one enemy to the next because of their animation sizes and stuff. So like you just, yeah, it's just completely unreliable. So many aspects of it are completely unreliable. And because of the finite nature of your projectiles, it's, fucking, it's really frustrating and really difficult part of this game. That yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't be where the difficulty gets introduced. Or, Plus uh, when you jump and you actually use the, the attack where you spray the shurikens, like you're using that many each time. Right. And it's like, yeah. If I got a couple enemies where, like, this is such a reliable attack, like, I might be shuriken-less. Shuriken-less. Right. right. <laughs> With, you know? Sans, sans shuriken. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that, yeah, that's the thing, too, about the unreliability of the somersault. Because, like, yeah, it's one thing if you need the somersault to move to planes, but I mean, even just progressing through a normal stage, like, that, doing that attack, because, yeah, it's, I guess we should say it's like a 45-degree angle of maybe five shurikens that come out. Like it's set, it set up to eight in the in the okay. Menu. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot, and it essentially just clears out the way below you, which is critical, especially because so many of these fucking levels, you're dropping down into things mm-hmm. where you can't even see what's below you. Which I don't even know if this that's necessarily applicable, but you know, even just you want to go from one thing to the next, and you need to clear that fucking small little ledge you want to land on out before you get down there. Like that's how you would do it, and like to not be able to depend on that when you're starting. When you're advancing in a, it's just fuck, fuck, like really fucking frustrating, man. Really, really frustrating. And then, yeah, you're gonna. If it doesn't work, you're just gonna literally land on the thing's head and bounce into the hole that you're jumping over. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You're gonna get knocked and knocked off the ledge. Yeah, one thousand percent ninja guy. Like that's. It's funny to me that they're two ninja games, but that's exactly like it's a ninja Gaiden thing. Like you know, and like ninja Gaiden, it's not the same exact problem, but like. Have, that same thing happens a, a ton in Ninja Gaiden is one of the big complaints about the controls for that too. So it's funny. I don't know. It's weird to me that they're both ninja themed. <laughs> so I actually on the topic of shurikens, I like maybe I don't know my ninja options as well as I think I do because I didn't think those are shurikens. To me, shurikens are like throwing stars. They're like the actual like almost like a snowflake looking thing. These look like, I would call these knives. Throwing knives, knives, yeah. They were definitely like little blades. Right. Like to me, they look like little pocket knives. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I've, I've seen all four Karate Kid movies and just generally grew up in the 80s, so I think I would know. <laughs> <laughs> they had the right name, wrong spray. Like nobody right. paid, clearly nobody paid close enough attention to any of the detail of this game. Yeah. From bosses to shurikens to whatever. Yeah. I think technically they, they might actually be. I'm shocked I didn't do the research, but so there are, you know, uh, the, there are copious amounts of those of the, of the, like the pickups for those are pretty everywhere. So you know, it gets like I never spent like long stretches without sufficient shurikens, but it yeah. was just literally the feeling of it is bad. You know, it's like an unhappy feeling to watch this limited resource that you're so reliant on get wasted so much. It was just kind of like. A, well, I would also go down at key points. You know, I would I would have a lot earlier in the level, and on those later levels, then end up with like twenty three or something by the time it's boss time. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna need this. Like, this <laughs> not ideal. You know what I mean? It just it, it would seem to be decreasing at the inopportune times. 
of course. But. Naturally. And I'm sure that's, that, you know, you have to think that's probably built into the game design and game difficulty, you know, like, yeah. you can, you can waste them on something where you're going to need them later, I'm sure. That's their fucking old video game. People are punitive. <laughs> Pun- <laughs> punitive beans. So, yeah, you, uh, you can backtrack as much as you want in a scene, which is cool. Like, you don't, you know, you're not, like, clipped off. Uh, as you progress, you can go back. Can you sometimes. Not? Sometimes, okay. I, never, I, don't, I, mean, I, I, never, I definitely tried I never, to go back before, and I was like, I, darn it, I can't move backwards. Like, oh, you definitely really? can on certain stages, yeah. I didn't know that. I never I never thought. When I, when I was testing this theory out, it worked, so, okay. Yeah. Well, that's not surprising to hear, I suppose, for the same reason I just say, stated above. Uh, your status bar up top has your life bar. Sure, it can count which ninjutsu discipline you're rocking with, and the lives remaining with a little ninja headshot next to it. And that is the entirety of the HUD. So, we're playing a video game. And we are starting in District 1, Ibakari, Ibaraki province, rather. And you begin in the bamboo garden, and it looks just like the picture. Those words like the paint in your head. <laughs> It's like dope-ass mountains in the far background, a thick forest in front of it, and a pretty sick crescent moon high in the night sky. And there are tall bamboo stalks in the near, in the, like, there's like, it's almost like, you know, that's, it's such an impressive looking game, I think, throughout, actually. Look at the fucking thing behind you. Uh, but yeah, there's like three levels, or three uh, layers, maybe is a better way to put it, of visuals in, in these levels. And it's, it's really cool. Like, you have like the deep background, you have a mm-hmm. near background. You sometimes, or either a near background or a or a foreground, you know, one or the other, and then you have your play, actual play field, you know, and and again, like we mentioned, some of the a couple of the levels even have multiple play uh, layers in them. So really, I mean, you know, I, I think a pretty complex game visually, uh, particularly for the time and the fact that it's early Genesis. So I like that. I mean, it's it's nice. It, there's definitely parts. <laughs> there's a part later where that 3D interaction threw me off and i wasn't sure which which thing i needed to jump on you know but it's sure, sure, generally yeah. speaking it, it's, it's nicely done yeah uh so yeah there's also you know wooden buildings the tile roofs with the curvature to them like various kind of stock stereotypical japanese architecture stuff going on and we are introduced to some basic grunts here we have omo ninja kabuto samurais and hachi the dog the manual says the dogs can catch shurikens shurikens in their mouths so mm. your, your best bet is to get in close and get down of their asses. And the enemies, you'll quickly notice, transition to a very dramatic explosion animation when you frag them. Everything in the game except one we'll get to later. And <laughs> I, don't know, I always think that's kind of intense because, like, I, don't, I, I can't recall ever being hurt by it, but I don't know. It's just nah. like, yeah, why do you need that? Like, why, why waste... I don't know. Why waste the processing power on that animation? <laughs> but that threw me off later because the bombs do that animation. Right. And, and that hurts you. So, like, there was a point where I was like, wait a minute, should I? Do I need to be concerned? And I didn't, but it threw me for a second. Yeah. And that's, dealing with those. that's worth mentioning, too, that, yeah, there. So you have, you know, um, they're crates mostly in most cases. Mm-hmm. Maybe even not. There, there are. Very late in the game, I didn't find one until, but there are hidden things, too, that aren't necessarily in crates where you can get pickups from just, like, I don't know, whacking an empty space in an area or something. But for the most part, they're in crates, and they're, you know, there's, like, a couple different shuriken pickups. You can get a replenishment of your your uh, ninjutsu art. You can get extra lives. You can get a heart to give you life back, of course. And then there are also bombs. They look like a plastic explosive kind of thing. 
and they're fucking everywhere, man. And there are, you know, there's these things, the crates in general are everywhere. So you're like, you know, you're blowing through it. And like, it's, it's, it's one of those examples. And I don't know, just, there's no other way to introduce difficulty in, in a lot of ways in a, in a game like this. But there's just, it's just one of those examples of kind of like the not knowing what's below you and you have to jump down there kind of thing that this game presents as, as like a quasi difficulty. And it's just, you know, like, you, 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 of course, you won't need to open all these boxes. You need the shurikens, you need the life, you need, you want the fucking other things. So you have to open them all and find right. out. Yep, and you know, eventually, I think you play this game enough, you train yourself to hit the box and get the fuck out of there almost instinctively, you know. But like, it's not always necessarily feasible, and I don't know, just the again, it's just kind of like a a fake difficulty layer, you know, that uh, more often than not is just frustrating and stupid than actually feeling like I was presented with a challenge that I failed at, and, and that there's like I said, they're everywhere. There, you know, there are situations where, like, like that one on the, the the outdoor train where there's like seven boxes in a row, six of them are bombs, and the one in the middle is the heart. You know, it's just yeah, like, it's like fuck what? off, fuck off, fuck off, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, so we'll give you a little bit of health back after after we take some first. So at the end of the level, there is a flashing red arrow that says exit on it. And that is a very arcadey thing, I think, you know, like the like that again, talking about kind of how this is a arcade, very arcadey in a lot of ways. This is like one of the prime examples to me of like a big arrow on the screen telling you because, you know, the fucking there's a million video games making noise. A bunch of kids are running around. They're kids anyways. They're not really paying attention. So you got to do little things to kind of keep them on course, you know, and, and they absolutely do that here even though like i don't know logic suggests that like you're scrolling left to right you just walk right we don't need that you know but they put it here anyways but i do like that they do that just because that's a little thing that shows you like oh that's definitely the way to go that's the end it's like ah yes a little bit of satisfaction that's yeah exactly (laughs) honestly that's that's kind of maybe that could be as every bit as much of the incentive as as to, to include that as actual information being provided is like it is just kind of like those little dopamine hits that video games yep. in general give you, you know? yeah that is that is, that is a like oh i made it let's yeah, go <laughs> exactly visual reward and just the second it clips on the screen you're like oh thank god especially in some of these levels you know where you're like some of those layers one you're like fuck i want this level to be over so badly <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and also it also kind of gives you just another layer of that it gives you like a little bit of a pressure thing Ooh. I'm there. I got to not fuck up the next the next screen worth of shit. I got to not fuck up because I'm I'm there, you know. So like, just adds a little bit of pressure too. That's pretty fun. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not at all not at all knocking it as an inclusion. And they have a little stage clear music cue that I enjoy. And then we are on to House of Confusion in scene two. And the manual blurb for this is dodge the sharp bamboo grills. They'll hurt you. And here you are heading inside one of those buildings, and I want to call it a dojo. I can't possibly be certain I'm right, but I want to call this a dojo. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and they are indeed bamboo grills in here, or there are indeed. And I, I wasn't sure to deal with them at first. Like, I couldn't find a way to not take damage from the one that would drop down. You know, like, you couldn't, like, yeah. there's no, like, easy way to hop through them. You know, I don't know. Just I wasn't exactly sure to traverse these. Um and, like, I, I couldn't – there was no way to get over it when it was down either. You know, like, those couldn't – I don't know, the ropes couldn't – wouldn't like, I don't know. I couldn't fi- I couldn't exactly figure it out. Um, yeah, you just take – accept that you're going to take some damage and you keep moving. <laughs> and move on. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> also, there's never a pleasant feeling uh, with a video game. Just like, mm, nah, you're going to get fucked up a little here and you just got to roll with it. So, yeah. 
so going through this house, I had no idea like if I was trying to get upstairs or try to get like I didn't know that that back wall was a door basically. <laughs> you know, so like I got to the end of the thing, it's like okay, do we got to go back upstairs and backtrack or what? You know, and like I didn't immediately realize how to get upstairs. Like a somersault up there, like you know, this is the first time you're dealing with any verticality really, so you don't mm -hmm. exactly know what to do there. You know, and then yeah, you, once you do finally get the fuck outside. And it's the only time this is in the game. It's so fucking weird that this was here, you know? Like, where you got to, like, it, you get to a place, you got to backtrack. It's the only time you're going to see that arrow pointing the other way. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, you get right? outside, you open the door, you get outside, and you got to, like, go out and, like, and, like, I didn't even know it was a switch, but, like, I just randomly step on the thing, and, like, uh, it's, uh, the arrow pops up and tells you to go back the other way. It doesn't tell you where to go. You <laughs> know, like, I got to go back, like, go back and go back in the house. And, like, even then, like, I was like, I don't. I have no idea. I didn't understand at all. Like, okay, now do I gotta go upstairs, you know? And eventually you figure out that you gotta go back in and there's a the hole a hole is opened up yeah, that I dropped down. Right. I yeah, I think was it bamboo stuff that was sticking up out of it before and I got rid of the bamboo stuff or or was that I, just I, not there? I, I really... think it was just a hole and unless like yeah, it was bamboo covering it before, but you went back over and it was kind of just like Maybe I go down. Like I've already went up. There's nowhere else to go. Like I'm yeah. just gonna drop in the hole and see what. So happens. yeah, that's that's the thing too. Yeah, there's no way to look down. You know, there's no like that was mm -hmm. one of the cool, really cool things with Sonic the Hedgehog. That's one of the really cool things about the function. Even the first one had that, where you could when you held down, you would crouch, and then the whole view would shift down like a half screen, so you could look below and see what the fuck you're jumping down into. You know, yeah. and that's like a. Like, you know, the question is, like, how well, how would you give them the ability to do that? And, like, that's exactly what you do. Like, crouch down, and then I could be like, – and, like, the thing is, there's so much – but they would do it with a delay, though. You would have to hold down for, like, three seconds or something for that to happen. So that's that's the answer to that, too, because, uh, you know, you do so much crouching in this game. But you also got to do a lot of crouching where you got to stay down. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what the solution is, but there's got to be a way to be able to look down there. There just has to be for this kind of game if you're going to make me drop down into shit all the time. But. Yeah, it was just and kind then, of like no, no other option at that point. You know, yeah. there's no – it's like if I die, I die. Like I, like I took the – like the fact that he has to go back into the house and then go underground, you know, and like what the – what is the psychology of why I would figure out to do that is like just ninjas doing ninja shit. You know, like, like, like you know, like the ninja has to go – of course he's got to go do some subtraining and shit, you know, and like – find a fucking foxhole or something, you know, because that's what they just do. <laughs> like, <laughs> covert operations, whatever. So, so yeah, you get down underground, and I wouldn't say it's fucking, like, I was shocked at the difficulty upscale, even here early on. Like, once you got down below, it was, there was a lot of shit going on down there to me. A lot of quick twitch response enemies coming out of secret, like, the things coming out of secret doors and shit. Like, yeah, immediately, just like, okay, I head on a swivel, like, immediately. Right. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, there's some, like, remaining crouched while fucking moving around stuff down here that you hadn't really tested out yet, you know? So, yeah, this was definitely, like, a little bit of a learning curve area. Uh, and, yeah, this is when I really started to clock that this was not, like, quick responsive movement is not Musashi's strong suit. Like, it's just not. Uh, and that, like, it, like, I would say, like, they're going for this very deliberate, calculated feel to the control. It kind of reminds me of Castlevania, how, like, your dude, I don't know, it's almost like lumbering, you know? Like, once you got to know what you're going to do a second before you're going to do it. Yes. Uh, like, 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 and I guess an entire second. Whereas most games, like, yes, you, of course, think what the fuck you're going to do, but then you're doing it a nanosecond later. In this game, it's like, I'm going to, a second from now, I'm going to need to start a jump. Where two seconds from now, yes. I'm going to be there. And that's like, it's almost like a fucking chess game. 
that's just like a little bit kind of real time. <laughs> it's like, nope, I didn't do it quick enough that time. Let me start over. Like, okay, that's, yep, now I got the, the right. Yeah, yep. and that's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, Castlevania, it's frustrating at times for that same reason, but that doesn't make Castlevania bad, so I'm not, you know, I don't want to roast this for that either. But, but that doesn't make it fun, though. To me, that takes the fun where it's like, okay, I'm just like. For, yeah, exactly. Like for Castle, I think it works. It's less. It's less not in line. It's more in line with Castlevania as a game and a theme and a whatever. Where yeah, like this is everything is bigger, everything is faster. It's you're a fucking ninja. Like he should be just dexterity should be like foundational part of his character set, his his yeah. skill set. You know what I mean? So like yeah, it's 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 definitely tougher here and something that has to be gotten good at to be able to even survive alone excel in this game you know so little frustrating little frustrating <laughs> things just slowly mounting as frustrating <laughs> so yeah, after you work your way back up out of the tunnel you're in another dojo and a handful of samurai dudes stand between you and the exit so deal with them and then you were into the third scene which is titled escape and the manual blur breeds Mighty Samurai Blue Lobster blocks your escape, which is, I don't know. I mean, I guess lobsters. What? Yeah, lobsters are not, not like a giant lobster, I guess is a somewhat posing thought. But for some reason, blue lobster just does not sound scary to me at all. No. <laughs> that sounds like a delicacy. Like, is that a special lobster? Like, is it chilled extra nice for me? Like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> So yeah, so that's what this, this is. Uh, just a boss arena. All these third scenes are going to be just an arena area with you're dealing with boss, boss or bosses, I suppose. And this one is just a massive samurai dude with a ridiculously sized sword. And I use the art of thunder and jitsu power, the force field, to just literally kamikaze into him and get much of the damage he had to take to be faded. And I, I mean, the, the the best strategy I could find was you could like jump over. Like, it's a very lumbering chop that he does. And you could jump over that, after which he kind of dawdles for a second before he would pull his sword back up. And you can get over and behind him and attack him, attack him from behind. And I'm not 100% sure that would work as, like, a, re a repeatable thing if you're not force-fielded. <laughs> but between the force-field and doing that a couple times and probably still taking some damage, I was able to take care of his ass, I think, on the first try. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, how, how was your first boss? Uh, I took him on the first try too, but he he was annoying at first. I I actually used the fire first, and then I would just jump over his head and use like throw shurikens. So I ended up using like all my shurikens. You were like, just jumping over and like I, yeah. I generally found that the projectiles were pretty useless against bosses in general. I mean, only because at that point he's like down with his sword, and so he's he can be hit at that point. Like, but if I mistime it, obviously they're just bouncing off of him. Hence. Using all my shurikens. <laughs> and then you were on to, before you go back to the map, it takes you back to that map screen and like it, you know, the, the little red line will progress and it shows you kind of like just an icon of representative of the next district that you're going into. This one is to Tokyo and the first scene is the waterfall. <laughs> this, is, this is, I think this is the first thing you text me pissed off about. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, that's how long it takes to get pissed off to level two in this game. So the manual blurb for this is crossing the waterfall is the only way to Tokyo. 
jump on the swirling logs to advance. And this is, yes, waterfalls, rock faces, logs. The ninjas are the same color as the water at times. And that caught me a little off guard and was a little annoyed. And they introduced ninjas with bat wings. So they're flying enemies, and those are always the fucking pits. And, yes, this is... I 100% got Ninja Gaiden here for the very first time, uh, where you're, yes, you're jumping down to an unseen area from above, and you're whacked by an enemy before you even land, and then you bounce into a fall death, and it's just... Yeah. Constantly. Ugh. Constantly. <laughs> yeah, the worst. And then why do ninjas have bat wings? Explain that to <laughs> Explain. Like, this makes no sense, and that just kept happening to me. Like, I don't know what was happening. I was ready to break my Sega Genesis controller. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> well, this is that. Listen to this. I up until this point in the game, so th- four levels into this, maybe I that this is where I realized that I had all the ninjutsu arts for the first time. I thought I only had the thunder one, and that I was going to get additional ones as like rewards for progression. Mm, I thought that too at first. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't even. I, I think I. Like, oh, just, you had to pick them up. Right. Or something. Right, yeah, just by I think accident, like pausing accidentally and like hitting the arrow, because I was didn't mean to hit pause is how I learned that I could use these. So, uh, yeah, I thought I don't know, they terrible job of conveying that. They could have done a little better in the manual of explaining that those were all available to you. Like it, it kind of covers it in the manual, but the wording is vague enough where I, you know, because I go yeah. through the manual, I definitely read that part and I did not know that that was going to be the case. So, the fact that we both thought the same thing, like right. come on guys, they right. poor job. Yeah. <laughs> Take it up, take it up a notch. So yes, this is a fucking lot of platforming and a lot of kind of just guessing whether you're going to land somewhere safe. And there's fucking there's a lot like you, you know, there's a few instances or two sequences I think there are where there's like logs fucking coming down the mountain and you got to just like literally ride the floating mm-hmm. log. And then the last one at the end, they're actually perfectly vertical, vertically oriented. So they're like you're you're jumping on this little tiny thing floating down there's three of you got to get across to get out of the fucking level so that's ninja stuff only only ninjas can make those jumps only now. ninjas can make those jumps that's true for sure it's it's i think it's hilarious to me because you just there's no transition whatsoever you just go straight from the waterfall and you're in tokyo in a back alley somewhere and i just think it's hysterical to me that that area leads to tokyo like that you could try to <laughs> that, that that you know le- uh, logistically Get you to Tokyo, and there's no there's no intern whatsoever. It's hilarious, but very video gaming. So this next one is called the Backstreet, and the blurb reads: "The building is taller than you think. Vicious flower dragon gangs lie in wait." And this level has a swanky ass music track. I really really dig. is an urban alley and you can see a pretty slick parallax scrolling night skyline backdrop in between the building silhouettes as you pass which is a really cool effect i think you know you have again it's just another you have the background layer of the buildings and then also another background layer behind them and then it's it's really well done i think it's very cool and this one it's i almost felt like it was cheat cody like if you immediately get vertical 
and get to the rooftops, you can avoid mo- what I guess is most of the bullshit in this level for sure. You know? I, I, I did that. I, I don't know if it was just like, I, I think in general, whenever I'm on a platforming game, I'm like, how high can I get? Right, exactly right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I must have succeeded right off the bat. (laughs) But yeah, you're right. Like I must have succeeded right off the bat because I flew through this and fought like no one. Fought like very, very few bad guys. Same for me. Same for me. Uh, But I can see shit down below, though. Yeah, stuff happening. (laughs) Coming to my level. Didn't have to fucking deal with it for sure. That's great. See, at the end, there's a flashing sign for a disco right by the exit arrow, you know? And there ain't no ninjas keeping this ninja out of the discotheque, so let's get our asses in there. And this is the boss arena scene, and it is called the Beast Row. And the manual blurb for this reads, Blinded by strobes, you romp with the Shadow Dancer. And this is the image that's behind me right now, this, this boss battle. So this is a fuck. it's, I was, this is kind of, this is about where I was, I think, when you were bitching about the waterfall. And I was like, dude, this game is fucking incredible. Like, you know, I was like, I think I'm digging this. Like, it, this game looks incredible, man. Like, for, and again, I, you know, I was, I am working from like, a, I lived through the Genesis era and was on board, not quite this early, but enough to kind of experience the progression of games. And, you know, I just, it fucking is incredible looking. Like, this is an incredible attempt to create this kind of environment, you know? So it's like, it's got all this foreground action. That is like that's what those colored dots are. They're supposed to read as strobe lights. They're just big balls of color flying around, really, you know. And those change colors and they move around constantly. So they're just, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like they're, they do, you're, you can see my sprite behind this one. Like I think we have to move to see it, but like you get obscured behind it and the enemy sprite can too. So it, you know, they're trying to, like that is trying to create a, a disorientation for you as the player and it, it achieves that and that's pretty fucking impressive i think to do something that wild visually and have it actually have that also real world effect that you would get from being in that environment having a ninja fight in particular <laughs> you know so pretty fucking cool there and the back walls have a purplish hue to them and they have z written in bright green on them which gives off the impression of a black light situation which is also just like a really cool small visual nuance that uh i really dig you know and is, is just narratively relevant to to this this fucking arena so yeah really cool and, and like i don't know if i would say there's a more visually intense boss battle on the system and like i play a lot of genesis games like it just because like he like so the shadow dancer the actual guy you're fighting that fucker in the yellow there so he moves like a nor- pretty normal ninja in yellow garb and he leaves kind of like this acid trail thing behind him which again like the black light, the strobe lights, the disc like it's again, just like a really well themed fucking fight. I think it was a hard fight, man, just to see because of that visually. It was tough. Exactly. Like exactly. it was tough to even keep track with the shurikens, especially after you hit him and he goes into his shadow form. Then exactly. you're like, what? yeah, what? So, yeah. So like, yeah, the lights, you know, on top of those colors, the actual light of the room comes in and out. You have like this light and dark balance. And yes, he has a. a Talent is what I keep wanting to say, but like a, a skill to make himself go shadow. So with that thing, when it goes darker and he's in shadow mode, you just you can't see the motherfucker. So like, I mean, you know, it, it, it it's happening so fast that you're, you know, it's only a few frames maybe that you're uh, a second maybe that you're fucking not able to know exactly where he's at. But still, again, uh, in a fast-paced boss battle, like that's a really really tricky thing to introduce. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's really fucking cool. I my I ended up 
like if you stayed low and just pe- this is actually where I did use some shurikens on a boss, but if you just stayed low and pegged his ass from afar, it was pretty effective. And I even uh, the, when at the time I did beat him, I even got him into kind of like a pummel loop at the edge of the screen. Like for some reason, mm. I had I had him locked in the corner, and I could just I just tagged his ass for like the last three or four hits, and he couldn't even get out of it. You know, so uh, mm. yeah. We're, Working from afar was death. Staying low and working from afar was was kind of my strategy there. That was effective. Hmm. I, that is different than what I did. I actually, yeah, I, it took me a while to get used to his unit, like his his movements at first. But then he would jump, and I would just immediately go to where he was going to be, like right up close to him. So when he would land, like his shurikens would miss me, but I would immediately hit him. So he would jump up again, and so I would just keep him in a loop. I would just immediately hit him, like up close. Once I got used to that, like he couldn't. It was like clockwork, and he was done. But before yeah. that, he just like hit me over and over again. <laughs> yeah, he's got like yeah, he's got the he's got like, yeah, like a angle shuriken attack, and he had like didn't he have like a jump kick kind of thing? For, yeah, he switched it up. It, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. Yeah, like rotated like, patterns. Yeah, you definitely didn't want to be in the air with him for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because at first when he would only throw one shuriken, that would be you know you could avoid that. But then later on, he would just throw multiple, and you would just get hit regardless. Like you just couldn't be in the air. So we move from there to District 3, which is the military base, and scene one here is the airport compound, and the manual word for that is Neozede Infantry Patrol, both inside and outside, accompanied by vicious attack dogs. And this is a really fucking cool stage, too, I think. There's a huge metal fence. This is the first one you get with the dual planes. So it's a huge metal fence running the length of it with rifle-toting and bomb-chucking soldiers, as well as a flamethrower-enabled Rambo dickhead. It's on both sides. <laughs> and sometimes they're behind sandbags, kind of like that stereotypical. Uh, military stuff and they're so yeah so they're on either side of the fence and their their fire doesn't hit you and you can't frag them if they're on the other side of the fence you know so like the the duality of the planes is applicable to both you and the enemies and you have to jump up over the top of the fence to the other side if you actually want to interact with whatever's on that side of the fence so and, and on top of that so there's also brick partitions separating sections so you can't just cruise on the back side of the fence you know um, yeah. the, the freeway one, same thing. They they introduced things that like forced you to use, like you couldn't just cruise. Like you know, you had to use the duality thing, whether you wanted to or not, which is pretty cool. I think that forced you into that. Yeah, it's hectic as fuck, man. It took me a lot of runs to get through without getting lumped up on stage. You know, like I, I wow. I I actually flew through this one because I I use the lightning. Like I I use lightning accidentally on this one, and I can't. I think I was like, I paused it to like talk to the kids or something. And I came back and like accidentally just like pressed the wrong button. I was like, ah, oh, I used it. But then I just nuked it. So I, I really don't have much to say about this stage. Really? <laughs> uh, how many, how many hits would you say? Cause it's not in the manual and I never sat and counted. And honestly, it'd be tough to count even if you were trying to, cause the, there's no real hit detection. It's, it's damage. I feel like it's damage based. It is. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not time based. Yeah. If it says yeah. in the manual that it's, it's a certain number of hits, but, but I'm like, saying how, how many hits do you think it is? What's your guess? Well, that's what I mean. I think like even if if each if we assign a random value and say each hit is like five points, right? Then it's probably like call it twenty five points because like a boss can hit you six, twice six, right? and then it's like gone. Versus like you got to get hit several times by these guys. You know what I mean? So it might be like 30 points maybe type of thing where you got to hit like six, seven times with some like small attack before it goes away. Because you can get hit a lot and make it through most of a level. But you get hit by a boss like 
two times maybe, depending on what they hit you with, and then it's gone. Yeah, that's, that seems like a good guess. I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, maybe this is worth talking about too now. I know we got into in the text message about this topic, but I thought up until I mean, how far was I in the game where I still thought that? Was that the gym? That was that was like two days ago at the gym. So I mean, I was probably well, four or five, maybe, where I still thought that you could use the ninjutsu, the ninjutsu once every scene. Not district oh. district all three <laughs> scenes. I thought you had one in each scene, and my only—I know I did it. My only guess is that perhaps you picked up I, an extra. One. Yeah, I had been picking. I, I had, and I, you know, I am pretty thorough with getting every fucking every box and thing. So I, I probably like, that could very well explain it. But yeah, I was under the impression up up until pretty late in the game that I had more access to those than I thought. So it's funny to me that you knew and felt otherwise. Maybe that's why you knew and felt otherwise, though, because you were so adamant about using like I, you know i i barely use them at all for the first mm. i don't know i'm sure i used them once once per district but uh, i was i was under the impression i could use them more than i could so it, it's funny to me that um you're saying that you fucking relied on it so much or used it so much and you knew that, that you could you know it's like sure. I don't, if i had known that i'd have been more hesitant. i guess what i'm getting at here is if i didn't known that i'd have been more hesitant to use them because i i've talked about it a million times like if i if i feel something that's ultra scarce i'm ultra conservative about yeah. utilizing it because i want to have it available if i need it needed and then what that usually leads to is just never use it <laughs> that's my thing like just by nature of the fact that we had these special things and it didn't seem like i was going to have multiple of them and stacked up i was like i'm holding off for this, like, I don't know how the boss battles are going to be. I'm going to save this until the boss. You know, it would only be if I accidentally used it or, you know what I mean? Because I, I pretty much, I'm pretty sure I used the lightning form early on accidentally, you know, just pressing buttons. And I was like, oh, so nothing's hurting me. Like, that, that's good to know. I'm going to definitely save that for the boss. You know what I mean? Like, so I just naturally did that. And then only because you were texting me and I was like, what? Let me try it. I'm like, nope, definitely don't have another one. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, a lot of ambiguity with Ninja too. <laughs> <laughs> so, scene two is the cargo jet, and the manual blurb, manual blurb for that is "You're a menace as a stowaway." So, more Ninja type shit there. And you're in a big cargo hold of a jet plane, and you can see it's. This is really cool too. That you can see some. The, there's parallax scrolling clouds and blue sky whipping by the windows uh -huh. in the background. Which it's interesting. Those cargo hold has this many windows, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can see the sky wouldn't buy, so, you know, just do that. I hated this one. I couldn't appreciate any of the freaking sky. You had time to appreciate the sky, Josh? Like, I was too busy pulling out the freaking doors. Like, this... I mean, I, I, I had so that happen to me unexpectedly so the, the first time I had it, but, I mean, I immediately recognized I needed to never walk in front of those. Like, but, that, that's thing. but it would be like Ninja Gaiden <laughs> where I would get kicked, and, like, I'd, I'd be nowhere near the door, jump past it, something... The, off screen that I couldn't see would shoot me and knock me backwards, and then the door would open. And I was like, ah, so many times. I, I was, yeah, I was, I was very, the second that happened, which it might have been the very first one, because you just don't know. There's no way to know. And that's a perfect example, too. Like, I don't know. You, like, you, you, as a developer, if you have, you know, again, if you, if you have a finite number of lives, continues, et cetera, and that's just going to, I mean, that, that's such a scarce resource in this game if you don't have safe dates, <laughs> like, you need to, like, start that level. And show a guy getting whipped out of it. You know what I mean? You need to have a you need to have an NPC walk in front of that, 
coming towards you and you whipped out the door. So you as the player know you cannot, you shouldn't do that. So, yeah, that's it's a shock. First time that happens, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, like, what the fuck? How broke are these doors? They're just whipping open. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, 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 fucked up. But so yeah, so the but the first time it happened thereafter, I was like, that was my chief concern. This level, like, no, like nothing mattered more than not being in front of one of those doors. So you know, and I was able to traverse it with that focus still. So, and I, I honestly don't feel like this one was terribly difficult for me. Uh, like, I, I'm not sure I died other than the time i got whipped out the door the first time i'm sure i, I probably died a couple getting, more times but i just kept getting pelted by like multiple guys it seemed like there would always be somebody off screen i couldn't quite see multiple levels and something would happen where i'd be trying to get over the hole oh i don't know what it was yeah I, <laughs> oh this level <laughs> yeah yeah that's really shit plane design for sure uh so that they in addition to that you have some verticality in play here you have to change floors via these automatic elevator lifts and you're working your way around and over crate mounds as you deal with the same soldiers that are in the prior scene and luckily and seemingly a safely or safety minded decision there are none of those flamethrower guys here in this confined piss missile rocketing through the sky so it was nice that those Dudes, right? It was just normal soldiers with bullets that you deal with, so that's nice. Smart. <laughs> so you get through there, and the boss arena here is the computer vault, which sounds to me like the kind of place that might have a mainframe when I noticed it in the manual. <laughs> <laughs> and the blurb for this is find the computer and blow its brains out. And that's uh, yes, fucking 80s. It's just 80s. The, there's <laughs> So there's two huge horizontally tracking lasers mounted on the ceiling in this arena. And there's a big metal tank to the, it takes up maybe like the right third of the, of the arena that it'll, it like pushes this thing out, like expands kind of on this tracks, the left side of it. And then once that comes out, and that'll damage you, you can't be standing there. That'll actually hurt you if you're standing in the way. Once it pops out, uh, it pops out one of those, I, I almost want to ask you. How, I almost want to ask you how you would describe this first before I, I prompt you. How would you describe? How would you describe this? Jay? How would you describe it's it? like uh, I was almost going to say a Kang brain, like from Ninja Turtles. Like you know, it's like brain in a in a tube. Yeah, uh, suspended animation tank is what I wanted to call it. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, it's just like it's literally yeah, like one of those. It's like I also is that. Futurama, where they have all the president's heads and the things like the it's just like that. So it's yeah, it's like this glass bubble, and inside <clears throat> is surely this some sort of uh, substance with a lot of bubbles in it, <laughs> like very oxygenated uh, substance, and it, it's just nothing but a brain and a spinal cord. Uh, and maybe in some sci-fi movies, it would also have the eyes still, <laughs> you know. But that that's the vibe for sure of this thing is yeah it's just a brain and it's in a little glass tank and it pops up and when it pops up you have to hit it and that and then and, you know it'll only stay up for a second and then it'll go back down and the thing closes again and like you know you have to ask yourself like why would it ever pop up <laughs> like, like, like what's what the are we doing to make it pop other up than, other than presenting a target for a video game boss what is this doing <laughs> like you're not stepping on if it, if you were stepping on something on the floor and making it pop up or like something, that would make sense, you know? Oh, yeah, but yeah, there's there's no prompt. It just does it periodically. So, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, the, like, I don't, I'm, it's one of those bosses, 
and this is kind of the way this kind of boss is like a machine thing uh, as opposed to some sort of animated entity uh, and you're dealing with more of like environmental hazards that are surrounding this kind of almost uh, um, static boss. It's kind of the thing with a lot of these, I think. But I don't think there's any not cheese way to battle this fucking thing. There's no like just being good at it and like flying around and avoiding the lasers and shooting the thing when it pops up. Like I don't, I don't think that's possible. And I'd be curious to hear how you dealt with it actually because Dude, there was so, only one way I thought that would be possible to, to actually be. I <clears throat> the way I beat it is not the way that this person on this playthrough is beating it that I have, and so I I, I actually turn my video on. <laughs> uh, I I actually ended up going to the back of it and standing on the back at the very back of the screen, and so that last laser will get you if you stand back there. But I would essentially go to the back. It would come shoot his beam. I would stand over, and I would just move back and forth that just enough and platform, shoot that ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's little. It's 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 worth saying that there's just it's it's two tiny little like one the platform to the left, and we're talking like maybe two masashis, maybe only one and a half masashis of width for each of the two platforms, and the one is a little higher. So you can't just walk. You do have to do your little bullshit hop, which adds yeah. a little bit of challenge to that. But yeah, I did the same thing. I I, I figured out. Uh, maybe two or three tries into it that that was the way to do it. And even then it still took me much time because yeah, it, it took a while. Yeah. It took, yeah. It takes so many, cause you also have, and this is another thing like the fucking attack stuff, dude, you, you have to, cause you're moving back and forth and you have to jump. So you can't stay crouched. So you have to, in the time that it pops up and still timing between that, those laser beam moves, you have to jump up onto that second platform Crouch down and throw a shuriken. You know, you, if you throw your shuriken standing up, it's not going to hit the ring. So you have to you have to jump up, then crouch down and attack. And like again, your dude is like moves so plottingly. If you don't space out each one of those things enough, it fucks it up. And, it, and you but I didn't. But I didn't have to jump when I was up there though. Like I just stayed at the back of it. So you jump to get back there. Like you can get hit on the way up there. But like if you get all the way to the back to where you're up against the wall. You can just move back and forth. You still have to avoid the beam still every time and shoot. Just but on that just, one platform? Just scoot back and forth. Uh, yeah, all, yeah, all the way to the back of it. I didn't yeah. gather that. I, I was moving between the two, the the the, the higher platform. Uh, and the I, platform. I had to just, if you just stay all the way to the back, yeah, that last beam, it can definitely get you, but you can just, you still have to move back and forth. You still have to be crouching and not get blasted and still get, you know, it's still... Okay. That's just like the safest place I could find. Otherwise, yeah. it was yeah, too so, hard to be. So yeah, I, I I was yeah like I said I was jumping to the. the I mean, it, they're right there. I think. I mean, I'm not sure exactly. We're not saying the same exact thing, but like, you did have to jump to get to the one. Yeah, I had to jump to get back there. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm saying the two. It's like once you get past. It's like that. That's like I, I feel like they put that second laser there only for that purpose because it it the all, the other one moves across the rest of the room basically and like. That back one only covers those two little platforms that yep. are to the to the right of the thing, right? So if you're on the farthest one to the right, it'll still get you. You just can scoot back and forth. There's enough space on uh, that, on that platform. one platform. Oh man, no, yep. yeah, it's, it's I did not, I did not trust that at all. I was jumping to the. the <laughs> I think I was just jumping and doing the jumping shuriken thing once, and I was like, let me just see, because I was tired of dying trying to be in front of it, and I just found it. I was like, okay, this kind of works if I can just. Well, no, it'll go to that second one, but it it, it was enough playroom where you could time yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, like and, and yeah, it, 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 yeah, it takes so many fucking hits. 
on the thing, <laughs> then it's one of those instances of like, like, you know, if you did it, like if a computer was doing it, or if you could be computer-like and just do the same thing every time, you would never get hit. Like there's no randomness to it right. at all. Like it's totally predictable. You can, as long as you time it and do it the right way, you, it's, there's no risk at all. But as a human being, when you're doing something that takes this long to, to stay focused, yeah, to stay focused and do it that same way every time is truly the difficulty in it, you know. And that's always funny to me because yeah, it's it's just I don't know it, it 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 makes the frustration it compounds it because yes, you are literally the only like the only reason it's happening is because you let yourself zone out really <laughs> slack in the moment you know i should have been i shouldn't stay focused there i thought yeah. i could do it i tried to get an extra one in i knew i shouldn't have right, exactly yeah you, <laughs> either that yeah either either losing focus or yeah getting cowboy and be like fuck it i'm gonna get two in this time and like get fucking tagged like fuck <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. yeah yeah that's funny uh, so yeah it took a long dude i mean i'm not joking dude like seven or eight minutes i think of doing that of that exact loop I think it took me to, to, to kill this dude. So, yeah, so much time, so much patience. Yeah. That is, that is a See, long ass boss and, battle. And this is why I question the use of the fire ninjutsu at all, because if it is like, if this is damaged based and not like number of hits based, you would think that fire thing would cut the time of killing these battles like so much, but it doesn't like I would use that and it would still take me a long time to kill things. So I'm like, why, why don't I just like put the thunder form on and try to get as many like up close hits in as possible? Because it's going to take me twelve minutes to fight this boss. Like I said, I, I mean, I, I think I literally only tried it like maybe twice, dude. Like, there's just no way to again because there's so little feedback, and that's that's honestly you know talking about just like these like almost subconscious frustrations with this game. Like, there's not enough feedback. Like, you don't know when you're doing damage a lot of times there's no there's not enough of a feedback visual so yeah it's just there's just no there was no way to tell if it was working or not if it was more effective or not and like i'm not going to trial and error yeah kind of thing i'm not going to spend a bunch of time figuring that out like i'm just going to not use it you know and that you should never feel that way about a video game uh, by the way i'm watching i just finally turned my playthrough on and i'm watching uh, he's going through that first dojo house in one two, and there is a bamboo thing coming up out of what is eventually the foxhole you have to jump down. So something mm, makes sense. Word. So moving on from the Krang thing, we have District Four, and this is Detroit, and it's just I don't know. It is very late eighties for Detroit to be in this game. I think you would, you would never. I don't know Detroit would not be. Just wouldn't be. Just wouldn't. You know, unless it was like the joke to for it to be Detroit, but like the idea of you, like they have LA, they have New York and they have Detroit. Like, <laughs> like, I did not think of Detroit like that. I was like, <laughs> no, I mean, at the time, <laughs> was, at the time, I mean, it was the very tail end of it, which is why RoboCop was made. You know, it's like, it's like, that was like literally the very end of the crash or, or the, the, the really beginning of what was, in, you know, what became the real crash of the Rust Belt and particularly Detroit. Mm. The automotive industry in general in the u.s so you know it's it's just like it's a especially because things traveled slower back then as a japanese developer detroit was probably still like a thing you know to a foreigner that was like thinking about big important cities in the u.s but here 
not it was it was already dying and it's funny to me that it's here in any event scene one is the junkyard and the blurb reads the junk in this yard is deadly and we have like a really shitty dilapidated and that's kind of the funny thing too that they included it but it is like and i guess it's the junkyard so maybe that doesn't mean the whole city's fucked but like it looks like shit (laughs) it looks like fucking shit so like it's almost like it is acknowledging that detroit's a shithole but still thinks it's important enough to include in the well, three American cities that alongside yeah. in New York and LA. And again, if it's like, if they're all like, I don't know, if they're all kind of just random, like Tucson and like fucking Des Moines and then Detroit. Like, okay. <laughs> but like to have New York, LA and Detroit as your three is just ridiculous. Well, I think it just has to do with what they were going with. Right. And they're going with a junkyard with a, the background is all these cars. And this is the right. level where I was confused, which car I needed to stand on because there's so many of them. But, like, I think it's because they wanted you to just be jumping on all these cars. They're like, what place has the most cars? Well, Detroit, that's Motor City. Like, that is. No, sure. You know, yeah, no. no like, yeah, the, so yeah, maybe it wasn't so much like Detroit sucks, but, like, this is this is the car place. This, this is where is, we yeah, need to be. You know? This is a junkyard, right? It's just, yes, like, it's just very possible. Like, all the, there's going to be a bunch of cars here for sure. We, yeah. we can definitely use that. So yeah, so you have the you have the shitty dilapidated brick wall, and then there's also an elevated interstate bridge in the background, which is a pretty cool touch. And again, just hyper focused on automotive shit. And there, yes, are junk cars everywhere as your foreground obstacles. And there's enemy wise was pretty much just the same soldiers and flamethrower cats we've been seeing uh, prior to this in three. But I feel like this is where the bombs increased. All of a sudden, like on this level, there was just like multiple boxes in a row just bombs you're like oh my gosh like i'm just gonna avoid everything at this point you know that right. that's how i started to feel on this level Word. <laughs> uh so yeah this is the this is actually the very first time i tried this self-destruction jiu-jitsu i got a little note here and yeah oh. seemingly did nothing for me um why did you try it here just like randomly Cause, yeah, because was, I was going to die, and I was like, ah, gotcha. it, just, it just occurred to me, you know, like, that's the time to use it is when you're going to die, you know. So the motor mill is scene two, and the board action here reads, engine blocks and ingots, ingot, that's how you pronounce it, right? Ingots, they want that to rhyme. Yes. Engine blocks and ingots plunge from the ceiling, and you have to rock out with the jump ninjutsu right from the jump here to get over the huge pile pit at the start. This is where I'm saying, Jay, what the fuck do you mean you didn't use the jump ninjutsu? You have to to start the stage. Like it's a I, huge to, I don't know if I did, man. I think I I think I fell later and I came back and tried it. And I was like, okay, I made it across. I don't. It was like, did I use it there? Yeah, it's like a massive pit, dude. And I just no, I remember it. it. I'm like, did I actually? I mean, I know I, I know I at one time used it. I don't know if that was like the time that I made it through, but I definitely used it here. Like, okay, well, if there's any point for me to use this now, now's the time to use it. I felt like it was, it was a requirement. Uh, yeah. Not that significant, I suppose. In any event, there's compacted steel blocks dropping from above all over, and they explode when they land. Uh, there's tiny moving platforms, like the hooks, basically, that you have to ride across pits with. And there are Mario 3 airship fire blasters all over the place. <laughs> like, literally, those, yes. fire, those things yes. all I could think of when I saw them was Mario 3. And this came out before Mario 3, too. And yet another, just the, that, that, the Chun-Li thing. What was the other thing we just thought of? There's so much trailblazing in this game. <laughs> kind of wild. And there's, I would say, just generally speaking, there's a lot of, like, tiny surface platforming in this level. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Even the hook thing. Like, I was staring at the hook going back and forth 
died a couple times trying to grab it. I was like, how come I can't hang? Like, what do I do? Uh, I, I thought I, I accidentally landed on it. And I was like, oh, I, di- I didn't know that's how what we're doing here. Yeah, it would have been so much more ninja for him to hang from it, I think. But <laughs> right, I'm like, it, w- it won't hang. Do I jump and press up? Like, <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it's funny. It's programmed by video games. I mean, that's, that's like that is that is how an old school video game dealt with hanging from something. Pulled out. <laughs> you just know that. That's fucking crazy. So this level is fucked, dude. I hated this level. This level was really hard. I, really? Yeah, I, I had a hard time here. I struggled at the beginning, but then I got, once I got the hang of it and feel like like realized the hook thing, it was pretty easy for me. I was I was just kind of like, yeah, I, I went, went went high and just kept jumping across. See, just got my ass off, man. Those like I remember, there's the one part where you like you're trying to jump up onto the thing, and there's fire blasters right in the fucking platform mm-hmm. you need to get to, and like you can't even see them until you're already in the air. It's just like this. I, this is this is. I think this might have been the first one where I just I was like, I'm safe scumming every fucking two inches. <laughs> like, this is a jumping shuriken level always. Like every jump is like I'm doing a double jump and throwing shurikens. I don't care what's below below me. I'm just I'm throwing them. Like that's if if I'm not trying to land on the hook or something, I'm throwing shurikens. Well, if you do survive it, which uh, like I said, it took me a while to accomplish, but you reach the boss arena and this is the side yard and it looks very much like the junkyard uh, visually, but. The blurb reads, the master attacker gets really mad, and it does something to his blood pressure. And I can't decide whether I think the master attacker is a good or bad boss name. I'm not sure. It's either really funny. And it's like the, the, fi- the final boss's name is The Boss, which, again, is like, is that just lazy or is that clever? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not it's sure. lazy considering who it's supposed to be. I mean, come on now. I, I was getting... Freaking Incredible Hulk vibes for a while. I'm like, are they yeah. just trying to make him Incredible Hulk? And then until he changed, and I was just like, I, I'm done. What do what, what we do? Like, so yes, it is a junkyard, just like the first one, as I mentioned. And Master Attacker is 100% and an Arnold Schwarzenegger knockoff for sure. He's got the sunglasses, he's shirtless, he's got the high top deal going on, and he picks up full cars and compacted junk boulders and he chucks them at you. Uh, he'll also do a charge attack with a force field effect on the front of it. And he, when I first fucking started this battle, dude, I was like, this fucking dude is invulnerable at all times. Like, there was, <laughs> I could not figure out a, a, a defense down moment to get any, get anything going with him. And, yeah, I mean, I, I had a really hard time fucking, I had to look up a video. This is the first time I made a video. Really? Oh, uh, man. I, I noticed, like, once he, he's vulnerable, once he throws it, and there's that moment where he's, like, you know, in the animation, then you can hit him. But then after that, he does the dash. So, yeah, it just... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's... And, you know, and that... So, yeah, I watched the video. And I'm like, okay, you can get in close and melee attack to him when he's holding an object above his head. That makes total sense. So, like, turn the video off, go back to war. And I go in there, and I start battling again. And he does the, the charge thing. And it's like, I... It did not... It, I didn't clock that it was a calculable two times that he would do that. So, like, if you don't know that, you're just assuming it's random, and you, you're like, there's no way to deal with that other you got than caught. <laughs> yeah, other than getting the fuck onto that little block higher level. It's the only way to really avoid that if you think that he's just going to keep doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, that I, like, I had to like go back and watch that video again and notice that it was only two, and then I was like, oh, okay, so I just got to get the fuck out of there and then come back in. <laughs> So yeah, this dude, I had a, a surprisingly hard, uh, once I knew how to do it too, I was like, fuck, this guy's easy as shit. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, totally might have been the easiest boss if you know how to do that, just like as far as like what's required of you physically. But figuring the little sequence out and what everything about it was, it was not easy for me at all. 
I feel like that was the key to all these bosses. Like there were several of them that like most of them at first I'd be like, what do I do? Like, what am I doing here? And then I would figure out where to stand and exactly when that moment was. Then it's like, okay, I'll, okay, now I got it. Right. But like figuring that out often took a while. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those, the brain is of course, one of those, the Godzilla one is one of those. Yeah, that one took me a while to figure out where to stand. And I was like, oh, there's a ledge. Oh, okay, it blocks this fire. Oh, I okay. mean, Spider-Man and the vampire don't. Like, you got to just battle them, I think. I don't think there's a cheese. So. Spider-Man pissed me off. My God. Yeah, yeah, we'll, get, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, if you, once you figure out how to fucking actually deal with him, he turns progressively more green and incredible Hulk-like as, as you do damage to him before his human flesh falls off entirely and reveals that he is a cyborg mechanical skeleton. Uh, which was pretty cool. And then it just, once he turns into that form, you just whack him one more time and he, he blows up and he's dead. And toast, that's pretty. But, you know what's yeah. funny? I, I didn't recognize that at all. Like when I was fighting this guy at first, I didn't I didn't really think of him as Arnold Schwarzenegger first. I was just like, okay, shirtless, muscle, bad dude guy. And then he was getting green, obviously. And I'm like, all right, they're going for Incredible Hulk. Like what, what are we, who am I fighting? But the minute he turned Terminator, I was like, Terminator. Yeah. Well, I well, yeah. the lightning form, and it was like, oh, now you're dead. Come on now, like, why, well, why are you dead now? Well, the fact that you called it Terminator and not a cyborg is its own statement on that IP. Or, but yeah. <laughs> hey, I got another. I got another fucking mind blower for you. Well, I don't know. I mean, the first one's out, so no, this is one. But Terminator Two wasn't out for another couple of years too, so they would have had to been biting off the first Terminator to be biting off Terminator here. When would when the Terminator when the first Terminator is the first Terminator comes out in like eighty four or something so it's okay. I mean, but, but that I mean that, that's what I mean it's like so long ago mm. uh, it's like weird to be pulling it as a reference um, I mean Schwarzenegger but Schwarzenegger remained only got bigger of course so yeah. and that's of course one of his more iconic roles so maybe it stays in the zeitgeist enough to warrant this kind of thing but <laughs> uh, yeah the, the, you, you know you would think this would that you, you would think referencing Terminator in a video game would be Terminator 2. Right. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, so yeah, but it was not out yet. So get another instance of that preemptive IP stealing. <laughs> like fucking they knew. They right. knew. Yeah, they just knew shit that was going to get big. After these messages, we'll be right back. Genesis brings you the dazzling powers of the mystic warriors, the ninja in Revenge of Shinobi. And 16-bit arcade racing action with Super Monaco Grand Prix. 16-bit arcade comeback. Skills, strategy, reflex, and rivalry. Experience the ninja magic of Revenge of Shinobi. And the exhilarating rush of Super Monaco Grand Prix for the Genesis system. Sega Genesis brings the arcade experience home. Genesis system and game sold. That was a combo commercial for both the Revenge of Shinobi and Super Monaco GP on the Genesis. And there are... Uh, or there is a, a number of gameplay footage instances intercut with some rather unimpressive live-action cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, come on, ninja dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of guys that are clearly not ninjas, but nonetheless dressed like them, fighting at maybe half speed, which, funny enough, is maybe more in line with Shinobi than I maybe thought when I first was was watching that commercial back at the very early or early on in my playthrough. Maybe it is more applicable and 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 reasonable. They they chose that speed choice for them, but it's coupled with some Formula One racing live action stuff as well. That is just as unimpressive, I would say. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they were doing the best they could though. The actors, the live video, right. the video production team, Sega, everyone of all, I'm sure they were trying very hard at making that. But 
We are moving into District 5, area code 818, in our The Revenge of Shinobi on the Sega Genesis playthrough here. And yeah, I mean, I cannot believe this is the staging for LA. I fucking love it. I just can't believe it. I can't put that up. Fucking Eric, but anyway, I just cannot fucking believe it. It's so weird to me. Uh, scene one is the laser scraper, and a blurb, or the blurb for this reads Hop up to the top for an incredible experience. And it is a snazzy skyscraper that it actually reminds me. I don't know, and this is again just like a harking back. Like how fixated am I on Robocop, man? I don't know, but the this this is a, it reminds me of the OCP headquarters in Robocop. The fucking mm. the, the tower. It just has that same I don't know look vibe to it, whatever. But the stage itself, you're climbing vertically again, of course, being a, a skyscraper, skyscraper. And there's more soldiers. There's lasers everywhere, tracking both horizontally and vertically. And you have to use the vertical ones as platforms too, yep. on top having to avoid them, and you can drop down through the ground on any level by hitting down in A, you know, like a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is, in this fucking level, you have to crouch all the fucking time. So, inadvertently, you are dropping down to the next level when you don't want to be, and it's fucked. Super that fun. happened to you a lot? I've, that oh, never happened to me. A fucking ton. Oh, my God. It happened <laughs> so much. Maybe I used my crouch more as, like, a defensive tactic. I don't know. But, yeah, so many times on this level. So many I, This was a very wow. kind of a fun experience. This <laughs> I, actually, I actually flew through this level. I Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. This I had nothing to say about this level. I just kind of just jumped. I, I just... I also like jumping puzzles and like games where you're having to just jump a lot. So to me, I was like surprisingly reliable, made it through pretty quickly. Like first, second attempt. That sequence of words is like, gives me a bad feeling. Just <laughs> a lot of jumping. <laughs> In this game, yes, but I, I kind of flew through. It was more the next stage that would come upon, yes. which See- I hated. The next one is tough. So the next one is scene two is the freeway. And the blur for this is this is no place to play. And yes, you start here. You're on some scaffolding on the outside of a freeway bridge. And it's just like the airport one with the fence. One of those stages where you have you have to somersault back and forth between the two planes. Right. But way worse than that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's an invite. Whereas the airport one did not have there's no environmental hazard. This one, the freeway itself has an environmental hazard in the form of a car cars whipping by uh the red one and specifically can hit you basically it's it's nearest to the thing so to the rail or whatever so yeah the, the, yeah, the background is just it's a bunch of cars speeding by there's also pedestrians walking back there or they look like i mean <laughs> what they should have done here and i was disappointed in them is that some of them should have aggroed some of them not you know what i mean like there should it should have been you should have not known whether they're dressed like nuns i guess and yeah. You should have not known out. which ones were going to be the ones that were going to attack you. But in this case, they all attack you. They all turn into, after they walk past you, they turn into, from this nun character, into, I don't know, what the fuck are those? Like, women. like Electra figures? Ele- like like Electra, Electra, yeah, Electra's a good good analogy. Yeah, they're like, a lot of very, very scantily clad leather, tight-fitting leather. leather fighters. Yeah, a lot of knives, a lot of jumping acrobatic stuff going on. Um, but but it's funny to me, like, I didn't even clock the whole nun thing. Like, that to me was just, I knew that they were coming at me. Like, I knew <laughs> that the next enemy was going to be jumping from there, you know? And it was enough to try to 
focus on fighting them because I would rely so much on that jumping shuriken throw. But here, if you do that, you automatically go to the okay. other level. And so there, yeah. I just several times just in the just trying to kill one enemy on one plane, accidentally flip to the next plane and die. So like, oh, so yeah. So it's worth noting, like my biggest thing with this was the car. The car was such a bitch, mm-hmm. and it is, I think, anyways, it's 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 timeable. You know, I just think I got, yeah, yeah, I got around to saying about six seconds is what I wanted to say, and like you know, like. I got so frustrated that I was like, fuck this. And I'm going to sit and just look at it for a fucking couple minutes and like try to time it out and like get that in my head and, and approach the stage that way. The thing is, man, like there's so much shit going on. There's a, a, a few times in this game where they want you to do that. They want you to have an internal timer going yeah. on. Yep. Like That's it's fun. about, okay, a couple seconds, a green car. The next one's red. Yeah. Anticipating. Yeah. I, you know, I think I have a reasonably reasonable processing capacity <laughs> from, you know, from a brain fucking whatever standpoint. And and there are games where I can do this. Like, it's not like I've never been able to do this in video. I can do this in this game. Like, and there's just too much shit going on. Like, dealing with the nuns and shit, I could not count, I could not maintain a count on that car and also deal with those fucking, the red chicks. Especially with the guy shit. throwing, like, the bombs and stuff. TNT yeah. from the other plane, too. Then it's like, that's why it's more of like a general timer. You got to know, it's like, okay, I had a red car. The next one in a, in a couple seconds is going to be green. And then after that, I know another red one is coming. So you just got to be right. like, all right. Well, the thing is, you see, what, here. what yeah. I was getting with to there with that, or getting to with that, though. So if you don't have an exact calculation on it, uh-huh. you're going to want to, you, you instinctively are going to go, oh, I need to somersault to stay up here a little longer. And if you do that, you're flying mm-hmm. back across the thing, probably falling in a pit. You know, it just yeah, there's just it's like mm-hmm. the perfect storm of like too many variables. There's just too many variables in this stage. Uh, yeah, man, I 100% like even after I like I was pissed off at this for a long time. I fucking stopped playing, came back. <laughs> I did the car timer thing. I all that stuff. And I, even with all that, I was like, fuck this. I'm literally safe scumming on every single platform. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally safe scumming every single time I advance forward. I was very excited to get past this part. Very excited. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this was... Ah. Yeah, it's brutal. Absolutely fucking... Yeah, I don't really get this is the worst, most full of shit video game level I've played in quite some time. I fucking hate <laughs> so so much. I wrote that down on my notes. <laughs> like there were times when everything was going well, and I would just get be getting to a part of the level that I hadn't got to yet, and I would just do a flip to try to just move over, and I'm like, oh, there's not a platform on that part, and you're just like, are you kidding me? Like you know, or something silly like that, and I'm like, yeah, back again. Incredibly difficult and incredibly punitive level. <laughs> there, you move on to the high-speed chase boss arena. This is described in the manual as your worst nightmare. <laughs> and like, I was, you know, incredibly excited to be going into this, coming out. Like, it's literally anything other than what I was just going through in life, like, down for it, you know. And even with that, I still expected it to be hard and harder, I should say, you know. But it's actually not too, this is not too yeah. fucking bad. This is not bad at all. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, pretty darn easy, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so it's you're you're on some vehicle. I guess I don't know what is this thing a fucking truck. I guess it's a truck. It's like a truck. Super long I guess, truck. Yeah, and, you know, actually, and like I had no idea what I was looking at when I was playing, but now I'm looking at it's on it on the play video, um, conveniently, and 
I think it's like a truck carrying a missile or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, something it, something nefarious. <laughs> something very, yeah, very long and nefarious. So, yeah, so it's a, this big, huge truck speeding down the highway. And you essentially, so there's, there's three sensors that pop up over the course of it that you have to hit a bunch of times to kill. And once you kill all three of them, the thing goes up. But there's also a blue electrical charge that's traveling along intermittently the entire surface of the of the level, basically, uh, or yeah, intermittently yeah. over and over and over and over again. And, and it's like I'm looking at it now. Two, and there's missile fire as well. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, there's like little guns on the edges of platforms and stuff. But I would say maybe every two seconds ish, uh, the the blue things are traveling across apart from each other. So you deal with that throughout the level. And the first two are because you know they're two seconds is a reasonably uh, reasonable amount of time to space out. So the first two sensors you're kind of just jumping and avoiding those, and then doing a, doing an attack, and like you can get through those pretty easily. You get to the third one though, and it's right at the the firing point mm -hmm. of the blue charge going along the ground, right? So even if you know that two seconds, it's just you have less time to it see is it. quicker. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, quicker, it's quicker. Yeah, you know, the timing doesn't change, but it's quicker. That's, that's a funny way to put it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, so that one you're dealing with instinctively timing when those things are gonna come flying out of that hole and getting an attack on the sensor that's popping up and down you know and that's yeah we didn't say that either the sensors don't just stay up if they pop up and down so yeah like and there's i mean other than that there's no enemies though there's no environmental bullshit so it, it's pretty still pretty easy but the third one without a doubt took some i had some like yeah. fuck it's restart. funny too because the middle one you like if you positioned it on the platform you didn't have to move you didn't have to jump like the middle one you could just sit and just kick it out because like for some reason i passed the first one like instinctively and went to the middle and i was like oh i gotta fight these yeah. and i just stood there behind it and didn't have to move so i killed it i was like oh okay that was easy and so i just moved back to the first one and that one you know i had to jump so by the third one i was like all right this is cake and then of course that one took <laughs> took, a, took a little bit more time yeah i don't think i clocked the second one didn't require jumping i'm pretty sure so i think yeah. i mean I, you're dealing with in the, the back of it yeah the, the second one you're also dealing with that fire thing too i think i think there's a fire thing yeah fire. it it on the second one it fires from the front and the blue thing goes underneath it but there's like a little ledge thing on the back of it so you could just stand there and not even have to move crazy definitely didn't clock that <laughs> it's like the turkeys and the mummy thing in castlevania just that would have been nice to know <laughs> just slightly yeah so from there we move out or uh, move into rather district six uh chinatown and like this is when I I hadn't noticed the eight level eight in the manual because of the formatting thing in the manual. So I, like I didn't even like the fact that I wasn't that I was only seventy five percent done even here before with not knowing that there's an eight stage was still to me like ah <laughs> like how is this fucking not closer to over man? So yeah, so I was just, like going into it just thinking about the math of where I was at in the game. I was like God damn it, this has been fucking a trying experience. Uh, yes. So yeah, and that is when you pointed out that I had missed seeing the eighth level in the manual, and I got even sadder. So this scene one is called the Kung Fu Gang, and the blurb reads, Gang fighters greet you with lightning kicks and lethal nunchakao. And I'd never seen the word nunchakao or nunchaku. Nunchakao? Nunchaku, yeah. Some, 
before, and I was wondering whether this differed from Nunchucks, which is what, again, I watched all the Karate Kids. I know everything about karate. Like, uh, I just don't, I'd still never seen that. So I quit, yeah, quick Google indeed revealed this is just the more proper term for what dickhead 80s American kids that watch Karate Kid call Nunchucks. <laughs> which I guess it's just easier to say, which we proved that too just now by sitting here and stammering through poorly pronouncing it. So Nunchucks is certainly easier. Uh, I wasn't going to any big cities in the late 80s, early 90s that would have a Chinatown district, but this looks very much like the stereotypical portrayals of them in movies of the time. Gremlins, Big Trouble in Little China are the two that come to my mind from my childhood. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm still, I like, and actually, you know, it's funny. It's occurred to me while we've been recording that maybe, like, I, I just, for some reason, want to say this is probably San Francisco instead of. Really? Uh, instead of New York. But then why Spider-Man there? Like, was he ever? Yeah, actually, that's, that's a good, that's a good. He's the, he's the only thing that makes it like New York. Otherwise, yeah, this could easily be San Francisco. <laughs> questions. Yeah, questions. So, so many questions. So many unanswered <laughs> questions. Yeah, so we have new enemies here, the gang members. And their fighting stance, the forward hand in particular, makes me think of snake style. Right, yes, precisely. Yeah. Which uh, apparently is a Shaolin boxing form, doing some Googling, and as in Wu-Tang Shaolin. Oh. Yeah, man, was there anything bigger than Wu-Tang in, like, 93, 94? Like, Enter the Wu-Tang <laughs> Wu was, like, gospel in every goddamn kid's walk <laughs> 24-7, uh, certainly in mine. So that's I, when yes. I saw, saw that, I was like, ooh, that's interesting. Wu-Tang style. They, these fuckers, the gang members, do a ton of roundhouse and jump kicking, so they're very kick-oriented. And after a couple of those, you meet your first nunchuck out cat. And it took some serious trial and error to figure out how to approach these dudes. But, like, what, what was your... Um, just run them? up on them and just get them anyway. Like, either either jump over them and do the, the spread attack or just okay. run up on them and just wait for them to freaking stop doing their spin. But they would yeah. still hit me sometimes. I just, exactly. Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't care enough to, like, try to strategize further than that. And I was like, forget uh, you guys. Like... Uh, I, I am trying to conserve life at the utmost uh, <laughs> effort at all times. So yeah, so I, I, I the, the, it took me a, like I had to die on the first one a few times before I like got a feel for what the thing. Yeah, like what you you could like the first thing. It's like they reminded me of the knights in Zelda Two. Like you have this high low thing going on, and like yeah. I and I didn't realize that it was predictable at first. So, like, I was doing, like, kind of, like, the step, da, 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 and just, like, working with them until I got a thing, seemingly. And then I realized that it was, like, a perfect alternation between high and low. They'd one, 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 one. Yeah. So if you know that, you can you, you can essentially just squeak in a low kick while they're twirling. And that's the thing, too. Like, I didn't realize that the twirling, the twirling seemed imposing to me as if that would do damage, but you can get in there and they're twirling. That's why I would run up to them and just, like, I, I realized I could hit them doing that. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Let's... So that's a perfect example, too, if you don't get in. <laughs> Because you are presented with this seeming danger that is going to be distance-based, uh, I would often not get in close enough, waste a shuriken, you know, and it doesn't, it wouldn't do any damage to him. So just another perfect example of how much that sucks. But, yeah, you get in, just low kick him if you got close enough. I mean, you'd have time to run back out while they did their attack. And just two of those. So there are also Street Fighter Two Chun-Li's here, even though Street Fighter isn't out yet for no street fighter 2 rather isn't out yet for uh, a couple of years so 
weird. They do a lot of acrobatic pirouetting and kicking, and they take quite a few hits, I would say. That's another example, too. I'm yeah, not sure. like five, at least. Right, I'm, like but I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure they actually take that many or if they are just invincible in some part of their animation. I have no way of knowing. I, I feel like they do because it does that little red flash thing. Like, that's the only thing that tells me that anything I'm doing is is causing damage. That little I, red I, mean, I think you're about this via... T- I, don't, I don't remember seeing that either. If that doesn't if that doesn't pop up, I, I, I'm not sure I'm doing any damage. Well, if I had noticed that, I'd feel much less strongly about that lack of feedback. But in any <laughs> event, when you do kill them, they drop to their knees, their arms are crossed, and their dress slid way up the side, showing a little bare ass and thigh, and they remain that way for a long time before disappearing. And like you were asking, I think, via on the Facebook page, like, well, what's up with that? I'm like, what do you mean, what's up with that? It's Japan late 80s. <laughs> like, how how much sex is It's like, thanks for there? mercy. And then die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So halfway through the stage, I found my first hidden pickup in the entire game. So this is what we're on five here. And so the like, I uh, when you cut, you go up. Like when you first start the stage, you go all the way up the building, and then you come back down, just like the next whatever side of it. And at the very bottom, on the light fixture pixels on the background. You whacked at that. There was a fifty shuriken pickup, and that was that. Yeah, the old, first time I found it, and I don't think I saw. It. I found another one. The rest. Oh of the yeah, time. I got that. I got that too. Yep. Did you get that? Okay. Yep, yep. So I, I mean, I, I'm curious to know how prominent those are in the game. Um, I think I, I there was another part later where I found a a bunch of cool stuff, and I'm pretty sure I got a bunch of shurikens at that point as well. Yeah. So that must have been the only other part. I just know that my shuriken count. Went from low to a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another instance, though. Like the, you know, Ninja Gaiden has those two. I think, like, you know, if if you're, you need to just be whacking randomly to find that shit. Of course, you know. So the thing is, this game is highly punitive to just be attacking randomly because you automatically throw shuriken. So like, that's just fucked. That's a fucked. That's a fucked combination. You know, like you, there needs to be, I don't know, there needs to be some something different. Like I don't even know. Like I'm trying to think. I don't recall, but. Did I use my sword or did my shuriken cue that? Like, I honestly don't know. I think I was randomly whacking at a couple of the kung fu dudes that were there when I, as I was dropping down from above. And that's how I found that. It wasn't like I cleared the area out. and I was like, okay, let me try to find some hidden shit now. You know? So, like, yeah. the only reason I wasn't wait, wait, wasting shurikens to find that one was because of random dumb luck. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's a bad feeling. <laughs> bad feeling to have. The end of the stage here looks pretty damn beautiful you can hop up i posted the picture on the socials but you can hop up on that street light street lamp the yeah. street light lamp post right before the end there and it's just like the entire frame is filled up with just the skyline background you know so just really it's a, a very beautiful um, background stage scene two is the train and the Blurb action here is you're atop a speeding train, metal poles whiz at your head, and bullets blast by your ears, and you are on top of a public transit train. And it's a really cool touch seeing the people walking around in the train cars. Yeah. That didn't need to be there, you know, that was cool. And eventually you do emerge from the tunnel and go out into kind of broad daylight. And the there's when you're in the tunnel, there's these steel I beams that, that are uh two different levels one up high they have to be ducking under another one that you're going to jump over 
um, down. They're both on top of the train there. So like these to me look so much New York to me. I'm like, this is definitely New York. Yeah, Center agreed. And yeah. like the idea that it's coming out of a tunnel, like that's like, I don't know. That's like when, when I think about like, I don't know, write a passage moments for New York. And like it, this happened to me before I even lived there when I was just traveling there for work shit. And, you know, the first time you get on a train and you're in your plan is to always be below ground until you get off the train again. And you're sitting there on the train and you're not paying attention, of course, because you're new enough to not be paying attention or you think you're fucking savvy enough to not be paying attention, whatever your motivation is for that. And then daylight comes out through the windows. You're like, what the fuck? Where am I? And you're like, you're in Brooklyn is where you're at. Motherfucker. <laughs> and wherever you think you were going, you're going to be late to. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's all I could think of when, when, that, when it went outside to me. Uh, uh, and I never do. I like, you know, I remember. I verbosely remember that ha- the first time that happened to me. Like that's a memory that will never like I have not shaken. That 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 will remain with me. I think until I die. You know that the first time that happened to me in New York. Um, so yeah, that's why I, I remember always being amazed every time I would go to like an acting shoot or something like way out in Queens or way out in Brooklyn, like where you knew you were going to be above ground at some point again. You're just like. Oh man, so it does go above ground. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, whoa, you know? Like, yeah. like there's full on houses out here. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> different world. Still shitty and filthy, but nonetheless. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're dealing with those things inside, once you get outside, it's just a few enemies. And, it's, and like the enemies mostly are just basic bitch, shirk, and throw ninjas here. They're pretty cake. I would say the actual uh, enemy uh, dangers here. Generally speaking, this level, I think, is pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. Yep. There are a few of those machine gun toting bare chest dudes uh, once you get outside, but you just tag those into shurikens from afar. It's pretty, pretty much just yeah. nothing. So yes, they're they're so excited about their random licensing implementation, they just call the boss arena here Spider-Man. They didn't even bother to name it anything else, and it's even got an asterisk on it in the manual. Like, I just, I just always find I know they have to, and like the lawyers make them do it, but like, it's, just, it's just so pathetic to me. I don't know. I think I. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to communicate my feelings. It's just like when I see shit like that. It's just like, ugh. like why do you have to do that? Like why? Like you are. It's on the thing in the beginning of the game. You have it at the bottom of the page. That's fine too. But like, why do we have to an asterisk there? Like why is why is this? I don't know. It's just fucking stupid to me. So much of. Well, I don't know. So much the American. Is, I guess what I'm really criticizing here is the American legal system is fucking dumb. <laughs> also that, but why is he in the game? Like why is he fighting Spider Man? Like we, black kid, like we answer this because because they have that license. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and they're like, you know, they they only use like my guess because there's that it's a pretty good game too that I wouldn't mind talking about and fucking with when we get there. It's like an interesting game, the first Spider-Man on Genesis, the Black Thatch early Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. I played that one. Jab actually had that one, and it's a pretty damn good game. And you know, I think it's the only one they made. Uh, so I, whatever they paid for that, I'm sure it wasn't cheap. And Genesis is, you know, Sega is still figuring shit out. They're not kicking ass yet. So every dollar probably counting there. Like, how can we use this very expensive asset we have? You know? <laughs> so I, so I, I got to say, I like it. You know, I used to read Spider-Man when I was like this age, like when I, at this time, you know, so like, I like Spider-Man's inclusion. I just kind of wish if you're going to give me something, give me some kind of reason, like, Oh, Spider-Man thinks you're this or like, Give me a little something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that they didn't acknowledge, yeah, no narrative acknowledgement of it is really weird. I, I like, am I an evil ninja now? Like, what is going on? Like, at least, and, at least something. And it's even counter to the I, 
idea of like the reason you're using it is because this valuable IP that you have access to right now. Why not embrace that in the storytelling too? You know, like why? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. When I saw that they had the license at the beginning of the game, like at the at the on the start screen, I was like, oh, Spider Man's in it. Like thinking you're gonna like narratively tell me like what's going on. But yeah. then not only am I fighting him. But when I beat him, he disappears, and a, another evil creature shows up, which Almost. we later learned was, like, supposed to be Batman, or in the earlier versions, is Batman. But either way, now I'm fighting this other devil thing. So I'm like, was Spider-Man evil? Am I good? Like, what is... You explain nothing. Yeah. And just throw the... And yeah, that's interesting, life. too, that they originally intended to pair the two of them together like that. Right. Yeah, like yeah. they're not even in the same universe. Those two, like, right. come on, one's Marvel, one's DC. But what I mean is, it like to put them to get to pair them together in the same boss battle um, undermines their importance. You know what I mean? Like it, it devalues yeah. it devalues them by by yeah. by by having them not get their own like themed boss arena. And like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's interesting. A lot of interesting choices there for sure. Right. Sega's fucking weird, man. The only answer is. Like, <laughs> Fun but weird. Zero explanations given. Like, yeah. ah, whatever. The blur calling Willy Wonka's Funhouse. <laughs> throwing right. stuff out there. Yeah. yeah, the blurb reads: "This fellow can really sling a web." Grown. <laughs> and he, so you start this thing. You get in here, and he drops down from above. He tosses out a trio of webs you have to avoid, and then will drop down in in like an invincible state. He's flashing yellow. Uh, he's like straight straight down on a web string, and he will bump into you if you don't evade him. Is pretty much his entire attack set. And the when he, when he throws the webs out, they disperse like they it's a, a, a spread shot almost that slowly s- spreads out from each other. So the like what I cooked up to be the solution, anyways, maybe yours was different, but like I would essentially like yeah. Uh, Literally right from the start, I guess, is the best way to put it. Like, right from the start, even though he comes down kind of in the middle, but you start off on the left-hand side. So even him coming down on the right-hand side of that first screen, there's still kind of quite a bit of the arena left. So literally right from the start, I would run straight to the other side. So my idea would be to get him to throw his web out and then just keep running from it until you run out of space. And then just by then it had spaced out so much that you could jump over it and you would have enough room to be able to land between the second and the nearest one. And while you were doing that, what happened to be his vulnerable state too, so you could peg his ass with a shuriken. And then right. essentially just looping that back and forth. Uh, it didn't even really take that many hits, I don't feel. Like maybe six No, I, no it definitely didn't take that long to beat him. I, <laughs> I couldn't really escape, outrun his webs. So I would just get caught, hit left and right oh, really yeah. quick and shake yeah. it off. And then I, I could just hit peg him with shurikens. Like, I guess it's worth mentioning, yeah, if you yeah. do get hit by that fucking web, it encases your entire sprite. And I don't think you can jump. And I think you have to attack. So I think you have to waste shurikens. No, I would I would just hit left and right on the the stick. And, and like he would kind of shake it off. Yeah. Oh, really? See, I, 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 because I would, yeah, I was. I guess I didn't try wiggling. Maybe that. Maybe I didn't try that. But yeah, my what I found I needed to do was attack and maybe waste a shuriken, which is annoying. Uh, but yeah, it sucks for sure to get hit by the web. So that is your primary focus <laughs> because you, you can't attack, you can't jump, you can't do shit if you're if you're in the web. And it takes a few seconds. And if he gets you with the web, you're almost certainly you. Could, I think if you 
if you were webbed, I think, and you're holding straight in the one direction and you're going the right way relative to where he's coming down, you could avoid him still. It wasn't like automatic damage, but it, it, it slowed you down and fucked you up for sure to get hit by that shit. So yeah, so you, you beat him and like, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I had no idea this was going to happen. So when I beat him, I'm like, okay, fucking beat Spider-Man. Great. Um, what's next? And then fucking what I perceive to be Dracula drops in and I like, dude, in that exact, like, there was that nano instant where I was like, fuck this, I quit. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, what in the fuck kind of boss tag team is Spider-Man and Dracula? You know, like, how insane yeah. is this video game? <laughs> like, like in any game, it would be ludicrous, Spider-Man and Dracula. In a ninja game, it's batshit fucking insane. <laughs> Dude, you, you got Dracula. I thought it was just some demon thing. I'm like, what the, what is this? Like, what? Because not only yeah. did you beat Spider-Man, but, like, you beat him and he just crawls away. Right. And then what comes back is his demon thing. So I'm like, what? It's like and tag, it, it's like a tag team. Right. Ugh. And like on the game. version that I'm watching, which is an older school one, when you beat Spider-Man, he actually transforms into Batman with bat wings. So it's like, okay, this is like some weird shape thing. On the version we get, it's like, you beat Spider-Man, he ran away, and now you have a demon creature. Right. <laughs> okay. We're fighting. Yeah. We're killing. So, Got yeah, it. So, so this dude, he drops in, and he essentially always has bats coming in from the sides. Uh, usually, I think four is the most that you get on the screen at one time. And so you're, you know, you're essentially, each one of those bats takes two shurikens, or maybe if you melee them in time, uh, attacks. I think it's the same amount of damage. That, yeah, we've actually never discussed that. Does the melee attack do the same damage as the shurikens, or no? I have no idea. I, I feel like it does. I, I watched a playthrough the only time when I was looking up something and I was pissed off. Um, and I, it made me question whether or not like the melee attacks did more. But I don't think they do. Okay. I, I, my, only, my only guess was that what I saw, the person had like a power-up. And I'm like, okay, that's the only difference. It's got to be the same. I mean, well, yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't letting them get close to me to find out, but... Two shurikens in my case. So you need to hit him with two shurikens. So essentially, you're burning two shurikens at a time. These fucking things are always flying at you. And like the trick is, like it's actually, I mean, it of course, took me a bit to figure this out. And I died a number of times doing so. But he has this swooping attack while the bats are coming. And really, the only trick is just making sure you're not facing the wrong way dealing with the bats behind you. Because when he swoops, as long as you hit him as he's swooping, which is pretty easy to do. He has a, a hit, uh, a flashes and doesn't do the damage that he would otherwise do as he swoops through, you know. So as long as you're timed to, to be hitting him as he's swooping, you're doing both doing damage to him and not taking any damage. So not that hard in theory. And then occasionally he would do this dash thing where he would disappear from the screen and then come out from either right or left and then fly back the other way, too. You just got to jump over those, two, So not that hard in that case either. But so yeah, so not, not terribly hard, but unexpected and yeah it just doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> as far as like the narrative goes. Dude, this was cake for me i actually this was a range since when i had two power-ups so i i actually <laughs> i used i actually this is another accidental use of one of them so i accidentally used pulverize on spider-man and like this is after like dying to spider-man a couple times when i was like annoyed but like i used pulverize when i meant to use the electric Nuke Spider-Man quickly, 
had another oh. one, and then I would I would have guessed that wouldn't even do shit to a boss. That's crazy. To no, hear. It, it immediately like yeah, he he came and then he disappeared, and then the bat the demon creature came, and then I used lightning the thunder form, and so I was able to just take out. So wait, so you could stock up on those? If you have like if you had the one that you didn't use, like the one you're with, and then you get like an extra one. Then yeah, you can have. You would have two. I, I never, I didn't, I never gathered that either. I assumed you used it, and if it was depleted, then you could replenish it with a pickup. So that's crazy to hear. Okay, cool. I mean, like I said, that it never happened again. But that's right. like a rare instance, you know, or like one other time maybe. Word, pretty cool. We move out of there to District Seven, NYC, and you, yeah, you, you start there at the Breakwater, which is a pier, and the blurb reads: Ninjas and machine gunners guard the Breakwater. And the waves crash into the pier look pretty fucking cool here. Uh, the animation, the foreground animation. And there are, uh, there's a warship visible in the background that is probably the USS, uh, is that, the, what is that in New York? The, I want to say the Enterprise, but I'm not sure. Oh, man, I forget what it was called. <laughs> not the Enterprise. <laughs> I, I know the one you're talking about, but it's been uh, too long now. I, yeah, I, the one, the one docked. The like one on the freaking west, west side. Yeah, 42nd Street, USS something. Uh, so yeah, that's, I'm sure that's what they're they're intending to portray there. And then there are shipping containers everywhere, some of which say Z on them. And another cool little just aesthetic thing, there's uh, it's kind of like part of you're jumping from pier to pier. Then sometimes there's instances where there's not any pier, and in the water will be a floating inflatable boat that you have to mm -hmm. use as a platform. And that's just a, I know, that's a cool touch to me. On the enemy, enemy front, we have ninjas jumping out of the water here that'll throw shurikens kind of downward and pretty easy to avoid if you just jump, get them to go up, and then be jumping while they're shooting. They're pretty pretty benign. And there's some of that shit on land, too, and then the flamethrower dudes are back as well. And, yeah, I mean, this kind of, like, this was not a terribly hard level, in all honesty. Kind of blew yeah. through this one. I don't, know, I don't really have a lot to say about it. The move on to the machine room in scene two, and... The blurb here is inside the Neo Z container ship. You try to keep a cool head, and there's a lot of soldiers and a lot of precision platforming in this fucking level. <laughs> I, another one where I was literally just safe scumming all the whole way. <laughs> yep, same, same. It was it wasn't hard. It was just kind of like, oh, there's a guy there. Okay, I remember that next time. Like, oh, like that 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 bomb blew me off the edge into the freaking fire. Yep. Okay, I won't do yeah, that. No, next it was time. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wrote I wrote down a lot of cheap damage. Like a lot of cheap damage, you know, a lot of jumping mm -hmm. down, you know, the things down there, you take a damage, you had a bomb, like yeah, a lot of that shit here. Fuck that. Yeah. Save come. <laughs> the boss arena is the cargo hold, and the blurb reads, Look what you discovered, a flame spewing brontosaurus. And Jay, I don't know how dinosaur focused you are, but this is not a brontosaurus. <laughs> There's no way in hell for this to be mistaken or called a brontosaurus. A brontosaurus is on all four legs and they have really long necks. And I think actually Brontosaurus, if I'm correct, yeah. in my memory is is one of those dinosaurs that was found to be like archaeologists fucked up and it's not. It was like they put some wrong bones like together. Not a real one. Type yeah, of thing. Not, yeah, yeah, not an actual. Uh, and like I was actually, so I was googling this and like I think I might have found an article in 2015 that said like that finding had been re-disproven and that they were really good. So they don't know. They don't know shit basically, which is not surprising. So it may. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. But either way, whatever the case, fictional or not, this is not, you can't call this a brontosaurus. Brontosauruses are on all four legs, really long necks. This is a reskinned Godzilla, and it is more akin to a T Rex in body type. Up on Thanks. hind legs, 
small legs this up front. Godzilla, straight up. Come yeah, on. Yeah, right, right, right. And yes, as we mentioned, I believe earlier, the reskinning is the removal of the skin entirely. It's just a rib cage and organs beneath that, which is really fucking cool. It's like a really cool thing, but it's just clearly a workaround for their licensing concerns that was that would be originally Godzilla, you know. So hilarious choice. This really was Godzilla. The version I'm looking at is straight up. I mean, that's Godzilla without the spikes on his back. Right? <laughs> Not surprising to hear at all. And yeah, I mean, I you know I don't think I would have. <laughs> It would have taken me a minute to figure it out if you hadn't posted that video that I saw of how to beat this dude. But uh, having seen it made it super easy for sure. <laughs> I, I tried it. It took me a little while yeah. like to figure it out. I was because I would sit there jumping. and I'm like, OK, I can clearly hit it. And if I jump, I can like throw shurikens and hit it. But like I'm taking so much damage. Like it took me a while. And I think I accidentally dropped down one time just by pure accident. And then the flame hit the thing, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that, this unlocks everything. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Like, and like, that's sweet spot. Every time, man, finding that little thing you can get away with. This one is like clear, you know? Yeah. See, dude, we're, you know, we're talking some shit about this game, but like that little moment you just had there, that's like, that's, that's, that's the old school video game, Holy Grail, right there, to have to present you with a problem, and like, <laughs> you have to bang your head against the wall. And that may be frustrating, but when you find the when you unlock the fucking door, it's like, oh, and that feeling is fucking cool, dude. And like, this, game, this game does not not give that to you, uh, as frustrating as it can be at times. So, even though we're talking some shit, I do not think it's it's not a slam dunk uh, for sure to say to, to, to not bless this game. I, I will say, this was the high point, and going to the next level, it, it takes a dive. My feelings just. Take- <laughs> uh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. So yeah, so yeah, you you essentially just stand on the left side of the screen, you jump up, and well, you stay down, and he will shoot his fire into that platform, and then immediately after you jump up, and he'll do his tail whack, and before he gets into the cycle of firing that next fire thing, you gotta hit him in the head and then drop back down quickly. So you just rinse repeat that and uh pretty easy once you know that. So you move out of there. And into the final district, District 8, and this is the Neo Zed Marine Stronghold. And the first scene is the searchlight, and the description in the manual reads, the searchlight picks you out as a perfect target for Neo Zed gunfire. And they must have, just like I mentioned, I really liked it, they must have also really liked their wave animations, because we're back on a pier for this, using those wave animations. (laughs) It's now nighttime, though, and it's raining, because nothing adds drama to action cinema, like some heavy rain. Hey, you so, might slip. Your ninja moves might like fail. You might slip and fall in the ocean. Like this is high stakes, man. Well, that just there's nothing more dramatic than a ECU on a ninja, sopping wet face, rain pouring down all around them. You just can't get more dramatic than that. <laughs> so they have some lighthouse searchlight shit going on in the background as well, although it doesn't really have any like you know the description reading. Like I read that description. The searchlight picks you out as perfect target for Neo Z, but and I kind of expected almost like that. What's the name of that game? Rescue Embassy Mission thing, where you have like the search, uh, the searchlight is used, or, or even Metal Gear Two, where you, the searchlight is used as an actual deliberate tool to that you have to escape and avoid attract damage to you. So I was surprised. I was kind of surprised that wasn't included here. But uh, so yes, yeah, so you have everything, Josh. They gotta have. <laughs> they got some too. There's only so many bits on the card. You. <laughs> You know what's complete bullshit that I thought of here? The fact that the bombs, the crate ones, don't hurt enemies too. That's fucking bullshit. Right? 
like I would purposely hit a crate and jump away, like ah, take that, bitches. Exactly. And like, and like, yeah. Not only does it suck just in general, but I think it deprives you of a cool strategic. Yeah. Thing. It's that. just annoyance. Just that. So yeah, I kind of I fucking hated that too, but this stage is so full of shit. They blatantly hand you a heart at the end to fill you up as like the absolute last thing for exit. They're like, we know the stage fucked you. Here's a heart, <laughs> you know, like literally the very last thing. It's a crate. No, nothing at the crate. I think there might be an enemy right before it. Just one that you kill, but there's nothing there. There's not like multiple boxes. One might be a bomb. It's just like a lone box heart. <laughs> and I felt like it was, and this is a question for you too. Were there different amounts, uh, different, like did the hearts have different values? Like, or did they all give you the same number of life things? I feel back? like they all gave you the same amount. I, I feel like it. But, I feel like I feel like it differed, and I felt but like this there was me. the time when I felt like I hit a heart, and it was like, oh, I have full life again. Like, how did that happen? And I don't feel was, like that this, was different. Right. This was one of those instances where I was like, yeah. this is a full heart too. So, yeah, I'm not sure, but that that's kind of how I felt about that one. Okay, so you go in out of there, and you move into scene two, is which is the worst scene ever in a video game created for the Genesis. <laughs> this is, uh, so the blurb is, you've made it into the basement of Neozine headquarters, and it looks like an ancient castle cellar, I guess, is the best thing to to give to equate the aesthetic to. And it is a fucking random maze. You have to go in these doors, and you pop out somewhere in the level, and you have no map, you have no fucking clue where you're leaving or arriving at, and, I mean, there are marks on the doors... And I'm sure they have some identifying identifying characteristic to them that you are supposed to follow, but it's far too indescript. Yeah. Any clue yeah. what's what? Yeah. It's just the circle ones, man. You could go in them. That's the only thing I got from them. Like, <laughs> no, on the, on, yeah, on the they're doors. They're like some arrow type things, and I was like, no, but they're, they're, they're there follow. are things on the wall. They're not on the door, right? Like on the little the arrows and stuff. But I don't. You couldn't decipher them, so exactly, I was like, right? Yeah, they're too indescript to to fucking tell, man. So yeah, yeah, you're. It's essentially you're just randomly fucking doing shit and dude like you know <laughs> i've been playing this game on this particular play session for a while but i'm getting close to the end so i'm like i'm gonna stick this out i'm gonna finish this and i'm gonna get out of my life uh this was yesterday even probably late afternoon and or maybe that was early afternoon and the when i realized that this was just random shit and I had to go in these doors, and I, who knows where I'm going, and who knows I'm going to get to the end. I, 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 had, I was like, the second I figured that out, I was like, fuck this. And I fucking turned it off, and I walked away. I was like, I was, I, yeah, just like the anger, so much anger. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that, that's why like, I sent you the Mariah Carey gift. That's legit why I was like, I can't even, bro. I can't. <laughs> this is where I was at. That, that might be the greatest single thing said on this podcast ever. That's why I sent you the Mariah Carey gift. <laughs> <laughs> true man i was lost on this level and i was like i don't i don't know what to do like i keep thinking i'm making progress and then i'm back at the beginning like i nothing man like you cannot do this without a map you cannot have this in a video game if there's no fucking map man there's you cannot you cannot do that this is not a game that you can it's not it's a different fucking time, a different world. Like this is the you know, one thing I looked up. Like the uh, one time game, I was like, I gotta look up, or otherwise I'm gonna throw this game and I'm not gonna play it. Uh, like I want to, you know, 
I was almost going to say there, like, you can't expect this kind of action game for me to sit and make a map. Can't do it. Cannot expect this kind of game, the player to do that. But Metroid is a game where you had to make maps or you weren't going to beat it. And it was the exact same kind of play style, you know? So, like, I think we're maybe just looking at that from the fucking wrong time and place perspective. But fucking sucked, man. Yeah, super fucking fucked <laughs> super, you, you super. can't make me have to make a map unless like you somehow let me know i'm gonna have to like do that like you can't just switch that's it up my, that's my point that's my point though dude that i think it was a different time and like you didn't have to make a map all of metroid but there are parts where you better be making a map where you're not gonna figure it out you're not gonna know the backtrack and, I, and I never played metroid so maybe that's a thing well it's just that's just one example but like <laughs> uh, it's not yeah i don't know that's tough that's a tough thing to judge i think from my perspective but I was pissed off yesterday. So, yeah, so I, I just had to walk away, leave the condo. And, the, the, like, the moment <laughs> I realized that. And hours later, last night, I come back. And I open the emulator, look at the screen a moment. And I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm just Googling a map. I'm not going to even try to do this without a map. And, like, I didn't know. I had no, you know, like I said, the moment that I figured out I was going through those doors and randomly coming out somewhere that I didn't know. I turned it off. So I I didn't, there was no, I had no idea the scope of what this level might be, right? None. So, and I went through it so many times. <laughs> I sat there trying and just like, and they're like, okay, okay, I know I gotta drop, move over and drop through this and land on this platform. Something different's gotta happen there. And something different happened. And then through there, I still ended up before it. And I, that's what I was just like, I, dude, I, I don't even, I'm done. And I, I, <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. So dude, I Google. I I was just like, nope. I'm doing. I'm Google a map. Did you? Did, well, actually, did you Google a map? This is where I did. Yeah. When okay. I was just completely fed up, completely. And it turns out I was like close to the end, and I just went too far and went to another door, and oh, that took right. me all the way back to the beginning. That would kill me. So frustrating. I Google the map, and I I went I the I think it was pretty sure it was the first. It was a game FAQ link. So it's, you know, those like that website's pretty old and like every game has already been data, you know, all the shit in there is from years ago. So the one I found was that one I posted, I'm sure you saw. And that was the it, same one I found. Okay, so yeah, so it's like this ultra shitty GIF version of it. Not animated GIF, uh, GIF but nonetheless, fucking just, a, it's not even a JPEG. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it looks like it was made on fucking MS Paint or something. It's like a yeah. very, very crude, uh, whatever, representation of the of the level and the doors and the numbers and shit. And so I opened this thing up, dude, and like, the, it opened up, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> dear listener, if you did not see this thing when I posted it, I implore you to go take a look at this jumble fuck of a mess of a map and follow us while you're at it links to the show notes <laughs> all those and, but but tell me how in the hell that any human being figures that out organically explain to me how the fuck you figure that out like i was instantly angry when i when i saw that map and i was like this is, makes no sense like i i had like almost almost like a magnifying glass like <laughs> Color-coded, like, is this where's this yeah, thing go? Yeah. Are there two 22s on this map? Like, what is this? Like, I finally figured out because I was like, if I had gone this way into the that way, I would have actually been at the end. But like, I stumbled a bumble through the whole thing. I can't believe you, yeah, I cannot believe you, child, Aaron, that I can't believe, and like, dude, like, 
I'm a, I'm a diligent guy when it comes to this pod. I put my nose to the grindstone grindstone on some games <laughs> that were fucking brutal. Castlevania, I played all the way through fucking the first Fantasy Star on SMS Ooh. in a two-week window before we knew that an RPG was like an inconceivable thing to put on our recording schedule. Like, <laughs> I've done some shit that is not sane, really, in all honesty, you know? So, <laughs> the fact that I had my outcome of this and felt this way about it and like whatever like i i google so like I, I look at that map and i'm like I'm not doing that there's no way i'm not there's no way i'm like but there's also a part of me like okay i'm looking at the map and i'm like maybe it's not as bad as it looks maybe like because on the map there's 28 i think it was 28 fucking door pairs right so i'm like maybe you don't need to go through all those maybe it's like it's a it's a lesser you know there's just yeah, all those there's all just all a certain ones you gotta go exa- exactly like maybe it's actually super simple before I quit this game, let me do a little extra due diligence. So I Google a video of this of, of this level being played through. And the guy I watched play, or whoever watched play, they were invincible. They had some sort of cheat code on. They had 999 shurikens. shurikens. They had the max lives, and right. they were invincible. And it still took them a full 60 seconds to go through this level, knowing exactly where to go. Like, not even having to stop. Like, literally just never once stopping. It took, it was a 60-second video. And I was like, mm. I'm not invincible. No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> like, no fucking way. I wasn't fucking doing it. Like, no fucking way. I fired up a video of the final boss just to see, turn this shit off, and play Demio. Fuck this game. Fuck finishing this game. No fucking way was I doing that level. No fucking way. No way. No fucking way. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Wow. I, I, I definitely felt that way. If I hadn't spent so much time and gotten so close and realized at some point I was just like trying to skip doors, like, okay, it's got to be the farther door to go to because that's how it was like at one point in the, in the middle of that level. But if I hadn't done that at the end and just gone through the next door, there was one more door after that and I was escaping. So I was like, okay. You didn't have to go through all 28 doors, right? There wasn't 28, was there? I didn't have to go through all of them, no. No, I just kind of knew, like, okay, I got to go through that one for sure, this one for sure, that one for sure. You know, and I, I'd save stated to the point where I was, like, in the middle of it. So it was kind of like like a, a four, like a three or four-door sequence to kind of get out. Oh, really? Okay, so fucking... But this is actually stumbling around where I found a secret drop-down and with a bunch of, like, goodies. Like, where I got extra shurikens, extra... Nijitsu, like the first time they better fucking have that in here they better have this this expansive ass level there better be some fucking reason to engage it (laughs) this was this was was the worst like when i opened this up i was like oh man i hope this isn't a maze (laughs) like two hours later i'm just like son of a (laughs) okay well that is impressive jay so okay so you did beat it um and then If you do beat it or you just watch a video, whatever the case. <laughs> Next up is the boss arena, the final one, called the Inner Sanctum. And that's a cool-ass name for anything, actually. Um, boss arena or otherwise. And the blurb for this reads, Here's where you'll find the terrified Naoko, Na- Naoko, Na- Naoko, your sweetheart, and face your final enemy, the boss. And that's also a great boss name, I think. The boss. I, I like that one. That one, whether it's lazy or not, I like that one without a doubt. <laughs> Still a lot of offense with the master attacker, but the boss to me is great. <laughs> and it's an all wooden room, hardwood floors, and then like a thatch wood wall floor to ceiling as the background. And behind that wall is 
your sweetheart, as she's described in the manual. And she's apparently in the path of falling rocks and she's like running back and forth trying to avoid them back there. And I didn't realize this until I was like Googling the shit at the end of the game. I had no clue leading up to this point that this was a concern. And I'm still not entirely sure if it's just the amount of time you take against the boss himself or the amount of time you take in the game, which if it's the amount of time you take in the game, that should certainly be stated. No, it's the boss. It's the boss. Okay. So, yeah, if you take too long to frag the boss, she dies, and you get up. There's two different endings to this game, a bad and a good outcome, which is pretty fucking cool, man. Like, I did not expect that at all for this. So I thought that was fucking cool. But, yeah, you have to beat him fast enough or she dies. Like, the rocks actually kill her. So he, the boss himself, the boss, <laughs> is he's an old dude with a it's a thing on the cover, I guess, with a it's got a serious mane of hair that he can whip off his head entirely and it flies around the room as like a dangerous semi-autonomous projectile uh, that can fuck you up. And he's got a menacing laugh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I didn't fight it myself. So, Jay, did you fight it? What are you, Josh? Yeah, this boss freaking sucks, man. Like, he... <laughs> well, that was my thing. Like, I, <clears throat> I knew the boss would be a bitch, and that level was doing that to me. I was like, no, nah, I got to get out of my life, man. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's why I texted you. Like, I can't wait to finish this freaking game. So, I'm gonna... <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> I kind of figured out the ducking that you have to do when he swings his old school Kung Fu master hair. Like I figured that out pretty easy. You duck and like hit him with a shuriken or something, but then he throws the hair and you just kind of have to jump away. And this is where the jumping again is unreliable because if you do a single jump, if you can, you can get out of the way sometimes other times when he throws his hair directly straight across, you have to rely on a double jump to get out of the way. Well, and it's the, kind the, of the that hair, whole thing. The hair like gets out there and just stops for a bit, doesn't it? It'll just stay. No, no, oh, it just back. either throws it fast and it like kind of boomerangs back or he throws it slowly and uh, it comes back and it changes either angled up or just like directly at you. So you kind of have to always just be immediately getting out of the way and jumping and hoping that you can get out of the way of that. And it's freaking dude. It took, it took so long. Like I watch a playthrough and each playthrough I watch people did it in like seven hits. And I'm like, they must have power ups because <laughs> I did not get the good ending. My girlfriend, woman, whoever that is, she's dead because it took me, I don't know how many hits to actually defeat the boss. And she was clearly dead. By I want to say the video I downloaded of the good ending to screen cap that in credit thing that we'll talk about here in a moment, I want to say it was like six minutes and some shit. So like even a good ending, the battle is like at least there's probably some bullshit in there, credits and stuff, but at least still like four minutes probably. You know, I don't know. So it took a while, and I do. Yeah, that's that's why I'm standing. Like, if you can see my screen, people not people seeing on YouTube. Like, yeah, there's it's just me standing there. There's no woman by my side. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, you kill this dude. He dies, and he just like falls off the screen. If she's not dead, your dude walks over and like just kind of like magically makes the lock fall off the door, and she comes out, and like it's like this. (laughs) It's like. It's like really slow how she, it's like really, I don't know. Like I, I, like, I want to give them some credit and say that they're trying to replicate slow motion, you know, like the slow motion, highly dramatic moment. But what it really looks like to me is just like, it's just like the game being slow and shitty, you know? Uh, but yeah, she like slowly comes out, falls in your arms, you hug, and then it slowly, like the, the slowly fades to black and then some music rips in. And not only do you have different endings and how they look, but you also have, uh, like if, if it's the good ending, you fade from black 
into this thing. And like, right even before the fade, actually, or fade back in, some music rips in. Fades in a beautiful setting sun over some mountains in the distance, and we it does this really cool kind of like tracking shot of like this foreground ridge, uh, stone ridge that tracks along the ridge, and eventually uh, Musashi and, and Naoko uh, kind of like holding each other, looking at the, the sun in the distance, kind of tracks from left from frame left, and then it tracks all the way to position there and to leave them on frame right and stops, you know, and then it just holds on them looking out at that and then eventually the the words the end fade in at the bottom left in ornate gold letters and once the track plays out which is like a minute long or so it just fades out and cuts back to the Sega logo like there's no credits there's no bullshit there's no anything there's nothing yeah which is again very indicative of the time but if you get the bad ending if she dies then she obviously doesn't hug you in the, in the boss arena there but it does kind of the same thing like it fades out after the death, the music rips in, and it's a different music track. It's a bad indie music track, which is, like, of course, more somber and less hopeful. And then a similar night scene fades in. And, yes, that's what's behind Jay right now, where you have the uh, same tracking thing going on. Her head's not there that whole time. Like, it starts off, you just see the crescent moon in the night sky, and you're tracking along that that wall there, and eventually it's just Musashi that appears on frame left and then falls frame right. And, yes, he's standing in, like, I, I love how, like, aggro and 80s his posture is, like, revenge will be had. <laughs> and before that, like, since when he goes to open the lock, since he just doesn't come out, he just kind of drops to his knees and just like, Oh drops yeah. I was, I was actually going to ask. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember why I was going to ask if there was a different part of that. Yeah. Okay. Word. Um, sad. <laughs> so yeah, bummer, huge bummer. So yeah. So once you get, he stops there and then yes, she, her likeness appears up in the sky, up in the sky there. And, and yeah, if you're watching, you can obviously see it, but I mean, it's a pretty good like likeness of, uh, you know, oh. pixelate, uh, for, for the time, pretty good art. I think of, of, an actual human <laughs> as opposed to fucking, you know, video game shit. But, yeah. Then the end fades in just like on the good ending. And that's it. track is titled ninja step <laughs> appropriately bring us in to our blessing section and josh i am fascinated bated breath waiting to hear how you feel about this game yeah, yeah. i was digging this early on man it's very genesis-y in all the ways i like my genesis games to be the graphics are fucking great man so again especially for early on so you just fucking great the soundtrack is huge and dope as fuck like ton of great music and sure. a lot of cool stages and just shit to look at there's like a there's no arguing the amount of time 
put into this game. Like they're like it's long. This game is long as fuck, man. Like, it's like it is longer no, than I thought for sure. Yeah, by <laughs> no means. Like I, you know, my ante- expectation again because of when this is in the Genesis timeline, and I expected Altered Beast. I expected borderline Altered Beast with ninja options. That's that's what I expect this to be. You know, and there's so much more than that. The multiplane levels, like the freeway, are a fucking cool ass idea, and I think just you know so much pushing the boundaries of what you see otherwise at this time on the system. I don't think there's any other game doing that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, the boss shit is, it's, we don't know what to make of it, but it is certainly interesting. <laughs> like, it's an interesting That's choice. That's true. It, it is like a, I don't know, like it, you know, it's almost like, like a really <laughs> fucking out there artist. Like, you might not understand what I did, but it's not like anything else. I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Like it's, yeah, it's just, it's fucking intense. But there's, yeah, there's also, of course, which I'm sure we're going to fucking dwell on a lot in this right now. Like there's so much frustrating shit about, the, like there's so many times when I just felt bad and like negative energy. I just got negative energy playing this game. And like, yeah, you're gonna get pissed off, especially me. I definitely get pissed off playing video games, and that's part of the fucking process for sure. And like, I certainly am not gonna just because of that say a game's bad. But it wasn't always just anger. It was just like, oh, God, why? Like, why is that? Like, why? That's that sucks. You know, the the there's so much control shit. You know, the clunkiness and the unresponsiveness, and it's just it's so like it's so counter to the ninja thing that like it like that. And like, I and I don't know. Like, I almost feel like it'd be one thing if it was. A con- like a failure you know what i mean like it was it's almost like if they tried to do something else and it just didn't succeed and it didn't work and it was bad like whatever but i like i almost feel like it was deliberate to make it as slow as it was you know and like i, I don't that was a bad choice i think that was a really bad choice you know and, and there's plenty of other stuff on this system from this time where like that's not an issue and like I, I can't like yeah I can't believe at this title on this title specifically too because this was this is a flagship game for Sega at the time you know this is a huge franchise mm-hmm. for them so already even on the second one it was already a big arcade thing they already had the first one on the SMS so like you know and again all with all these things we just listed off that are examples of them putting time and effort into it like I you're not going to convince me that the controls are just like, ah fuck that's shitty but fuck it you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. you can't you can't convince me that was the case so I I feel like it was a a conscious choice to make it the way it is in that regard and that fucking sucks the somersault stuff sucks there's the fact that you cannot reliably do that in a game where you're so relying on it is fucked it's extra it's extra fucked and yeah the end of the game became such a slog like it's such a slog that yeah. hate is so bad man so fucking that maze thing is so fucking bad and i mean I never quit on these fucking things, and the fact that all I had to do was see that map, and I was like, "No way!" Yeah, I was surprised, <laughs> I was surprised at that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's, know, it's surprising. It's yeah, <laughs> I, I I I think about how would I feel playing this on OG hardware with no save states? Like I would have to start over many times. Like I would use all the continues and I'd start over many times like how long would it take me to beat this that way you know I honestly it's one of those it's like um you know it's kind of there's some of it's like you know almost you know it's clearly it's i feel nauseous 
mentioning this game in the same breath, but kind of like Mike Tyson's punch out in the way that like, I'm just, it's not going to happen on OG hardware. It's not happening. You know, <laughs> like there's just no, under no circumstance. Just, <laughs> this game going to get beat. And I can accept that. And like, that's part of the, like, this is a game I own. I enjoy playing it, but it's not a game that's ever going to get beaten. I don't care how much I do it. You know what I mean? There's just no chance, you know, leave the fucking, leave the Sega on for months. It doesn't, it never turn it off. Whatever. <laughs> you know, there's not enough continues. There's just no chance. And like, you know, that, I don't know. Again, it's a different time. Like you want, like back then, it was, you know, there's just the whole thing about Nintendo trying to make games that can't be played in a fucking rental and like trying to like make it a game that has to be bought because that's more profitable for the business. Like this is yep. a game and a half, and that, that falls into that category, you know. And like maybe that that's again something you can't criticize them for. It's like that's what it they were. That was a deliberate choice that was conscious, and some players probably applaud them for that. So. Ah, yeah. And like it, it pains me to not have because like the thing that could potentially tip me emotionally on a game like this is that boss battle shit. Like with fucking all the way back to our very first episode and fucking Ghosts and Goblins. And like, yes, this game is fucking that game is miserable. But I beat that final boss and I was like, it's good. You know, like at least from the thing where it restarts over is fucked up. But <laughs> like that. The, the the process of beating that boss uh, after all that time. And I think that one actually didn't pay off. Maybe like I wanted to. But the point being like not having experienced that to know whether or not it fixed some of my emotional problems and emotional shortcomings that I got from this game bums me out a little bit uh, because, you know, that's why I'm so diligent about finishing these things because... Well, let me, let, let me speak on that topic. <laughs> it was not at all satisfying. Especially partially, you didn't, you I'm, I'm sure. Indie, though, Jay, maybe if you I was about to hard. say, I'm sure partially because I didn't save the girl. But at the same time, no dialogue, no explanation. You beat it, and that's the end. And it was just kind of like, like, well, I, I, I take it back to this. For me, it goes back to those three questions again, and I simplify things. Did I have fun? Like, was I having fun playing this? I will tell you. Overall, I was not. Would I recommend it to someone else? No, I would not recommend you go out and play Shinobi. Would I play it again for fun? Via remastered version or something like that, if available? Maybe, just to see, like, if the controls are tighter and see if it's they, better. They but, like, otherwise, like, I, for the amount of times that I was frustrated and angry and spent time getting going over, like, the same freaking thing, trying to run around this map, like, for that ending to just to end like that i was just like why did i play this game like forget this i'm done like well, not I, worth know, i mean i you know i don't have a problem and granted like i said i didn't i didn't experience it uh, in the proper emotional context of having beat the boss myself and then now you get this moment uh to relish in that you know so i didn't get to i'm just watching the video so i don't know if that makes this more valid or not i'm not sure i mean that's to be judged by someone else but like i'm actually i'm i kind of impressed by the cinematic ending and the simplicity of it because i think it does convey what needs to be conveyed in either case either that you are unfulfilled and did not save your girl and your quest kind of continues to make that right in some way shape or form and we are going to get a third installment of the series and probably more i don't even know but on the good side too, same thing. It's kind of like just this 
simple, but it it get what like what's not what's not. Let me ask you this: What dangling thread? For as long as it took me to freaking beat that last damn boss, so long, so long to get this like short little like here here you are standing with the sun. Thanks. Like it was just like I spent so long trying not to die over right, and but, over. But what's with the, precision? What's the that, narrative? Like, what's the narrative thread left hanging that you did not have satisfied though? What's the thing that actually gets what? What would be told to you there that you? Not even not that? even told to me, but just like I don't know. Just there are so many of these fights, boss fights, where you had to spend so much time being on point without like losing focus to be able to make it through. For just like this little cinematic to be like the end of your journey. It was like, I it I felt like it should have been longer. There should have been more stuff to happen, better cinema. I don't know. Anything. I, I, I think, I mean, you, you can be upset about the experience, but I, I think for the time, I don't think you can criticize the endings. I think this is this is as much as you're getting from any video game at this time. All I all I know is finishing this. I was just like, Unsat- wait, I, 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 can totally, I can totally buy the unsatisfaction, <laughs> but I don't think you can base it in a lack of effort with the ending. Like, I think... I think, the, I think the cinematic is fucking absolutely beautiful and more than you get from most games at this time. And I think it, in both cases, gives you some narrative closure. Uh, you know, it's not telling you maybe where you go from here, but that's not really a video game's goal. Like, the, that, that's going to happen in the, in the sequel, you know? Like, you're going to find out where you went from here. So, I, I, I won't criticize it for that at all. And I think, the, I think the art for these is absolutely stunning. Like, I think the art for both these things is absolutely beautiful. Uh, incredible 16-bit looking shit, you know, with the camera movement and the even the just the actual artwork. So that I would not criticize it for, but I can certainly get still being unsatisfied. I don't <laughs> contest that at all. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, I, I hate to give it no blessing just because it was too fucking hard for me at the end. Uh, and I, the caveat to that though is I don't think that's where the bulk of my negativity comes from. I think it comes from a lot of the minutia throughout the actual, like you said what feelings that I have while playing this. And I think the good was not outweighed by the bad. And for a video game, especially, let alone any emotional experience, that should not be the case. So. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. No blessing for you. Yeah. I think no too for me. Uh, I think, I think King Lorik does not bestow revenge of Shinobi his blessing, but he respects your hustle, Sega. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. So that is our spin through the Revenge of Shinobi on the Sega Genesis. And next up, we have Sega Visions issue one. They went for that for a while. Pretty excited. And you can subscribe to the pod on the platform provided by whatever dumbest company that serves up your pottery. Please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on that podcast platform of choice or any other for that matter. The website for the pod is nyehentertainment.com forward slash ISOH pod. You can email us directly at isohpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod on Facebook and or Instagram. You can link to the YouTube, or rather a link to the YouTube gameplay videos playlist will be in the show notes. And there's the ISOH subreddit if you want to get down on Reddit, hate Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. And we don't have a Patreon, but if you like giving money to things podcasters tell you to, and would like to do so at our direction, the Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for gamers with disabilities. And that is cool as fuck. AbleGamers.org is where you can find them. We have t-shirts on the website, and they're dope, and proceeds on those after pot expenses go to Able Gamers. So score those if you think our logo is cool. Um, Jay, what's your socials? Gentleman JB without the second E. That's my gamer tag, and that's where you can find me on the socials. 
I am on Instagram at my shape key is broke. I am on Twitter at Josh Follen. And my Oculus thing is my shift key is broke too. Hit me nice. up. Hit me up. Hit me up for some demo. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Ow, 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 ow.